everyone, and welcome to State of the Realm. And oh, look, our guest has just tweeted out the show eight seconds ago. I just looked over and that was my latest thing. So today we have a special community-driven show while we're waiting on patch 6.4. We always love to highlight members of the community that are giving, whether it be information or content or anything that, uh, that we find valuable as a community. So I'll just introduce the host real quick. I'm here. Sly's here. Sly, you want to say hi? So you can't, I'm here. You, you wave. They can't see us yet. That way. <laughs> I'm here. It doesn't matter. I, like, it's just something I naturally do. Like, yeah, it's an Italian. I, I, I know not. that feeling. That's fair. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. But, but today's show is going to be highlighting a member of the community who's, I'm, I'm going to say, has like taken off, like skyrocketed in the last like year or two. You may know her as the CEO of Itaikuji, where you spend way too much money on things that you couldn't get if you didn't go to Japan. Or as someone who you may catch a translation or two in a video of mine or over on social media. Or catching her fanboying over Amrick over on Final Fantasy Fourteen on her own channel. We have oh, Audrey God. at Itai Kimochi on Twitter. Hello, Audrey. Hey, uh, hey, hey, Mr. Happy. Hey, Sly. Thank you guys so much for inviting me onto State of the Realm. Super excited to talk about not Emmerich, um, but <laughs> other things, other things. <laughs> I was like, do I want to play this joke out? Do I want to play this joke out? And I was like, no, nah, I'll do the, I'll do the one or two and we'll call it. Oh my God. I wasn't expecting that. Like, cause usually before I do podcasts uh, with others, you know, like, like they send the, me the social assets and they're like, Hey, is this okay? And I'm like, yeah, this is fine. So <laughs> when, um, yeah, when you, uh, up, up, uh, loaded that, I was like, what? <laughs> Hopefully it was okay. Yeah, normally we just throw something quick out there for socials, if at all. No, it was, it was great. It was the best. It was the best one I've seen so far. Right. Well, it's it's great to have you here. We're doing kind of a, a different time slot for our show. Uh, you know, very. Oh different. yeah, thank you for accommodating. Well, of course. Yeah, we we're we're gonna make yeah, you accommodate. No yes, yeah, Sly. I don't even know when Sly goes to bed, and this is still within my old man wake up times. Okay. Great. Great. All right. Well, uh, before we get too far started, just want to do a quick shout out to our sponsors. Of course, our sponsors over on Patreon who support. They don't have to. They choose to. All our content is available on YouTube or podcasting apps for free, uh, but it's there and people do choose to use it. So thank you to them. And also thank you to Steel Series and Advanced GG who just sponsor every week because they're awesome and we love them for it. See, there you go. It's like, oh, all right. Excuse me if I'm, I've, I need to do a little bit of adjusting still. I'm not used to speaking at this time. <laughs> Wait, is well, it? before anything, before anything, I I have a I have, I have a few questions before we get down to the nitty gritty. Like I, I there there are not really concerns, just just curiosities, so to speak. So so IFIQG is is um this company that fan, uh, that focuses on anime and uh, game merch, correct? Right. So seeing that you know I myself am an an, an anime fan. Uh, like mm-hmm. somewhat, somewhat. Um, so what's that behind yeah, well, no, you? I mean, Are you saying what somewhat? What's that? What's that over your left shoulder behind you? No, I'm saying you somewhat. Me, I am. I mean, I okay. like all my stuff is on display. Yes. <laughs> uh, you, yeah, yeah. But, uh, I, I want to get your, 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 your taste in anime, so to speak. Some of your favorites, some of your hits. 
Taste what? anatomy, like personal taste anatomy. She didn't even get to introduce herself outside what I said. He's like, no, tell me about your anime. I need, I need to know. I need yeah, to know yeah, yeah. we need to get this out of the way first. Yeah, this is, like, yeah. <laughs> need to rank your anime. Uh, uh, yeah, I mean, um, I mean, hello, everyone. <laughs> My name is Audrey. <laughs> uh, I am, yes, uh, the CEO of um, iTai Japan. We own the e-commerce website, com, and we have been, uh, yeah, um, doing e-commerce since 20. Uh, 15 actually about eight years now um and uh i started the company in japan um we're a team of uh started from a team of like two and now we're a team of like 23 people um and uh yeah it's been an interesting journey uh, i do like anime and video games myself um and i will answer slice question in a second um, but yeah uh if you uh have purchased stuff uh, from us thank you so much and if not uh we yeah we pretty much provide Anything, um, you know, related to anime or video games uh, that is exclusive to Japan or we help you, um, yeah, like ship it abroad. Um, and uh, that's, yeah, pretty much what uh, our e-commerce website is about. And uh, me on the side, I like to do a lot of stuff in the fandoms that I'm in. Um, I'm, I was, I mean, I have always loved Final Fantasy, um, but I used to do a lot of translation stuff for other um, animes, such as like My Hero Academia, um, one Punch Man and um, like like a lot of minor or not minor but smaller animes um, back in the day. Uh, so yeah, I've, I've always done like translating and I like doing um, like news and being an informative um, kind of source for people to um, get latest updates from Japan. Uh, so that's kind of what I do on the side for fun. Um, to answer Sly's question, favorite animes of all time? All time? Like, are we talking like top three or like top five or like? Let's 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 go with three. Let's let's three, do okay. that list. Okay. Okay. Um, I would say my top three. Uh, Samurai Champloo. I love that anime. It got me really into, like, um, like, you know, uh, I guess Japan stuff. Like, anime in general. It was one of my first animes I ever watched. Um, Full Metal Alchemist. Uh, super good anime as well. These are, like, super, like, old classics. And then I guess, um, more recent would be, um, I guess My Hero Academia. I've been following it really, really long. Like, uh, since 20, what was it, like 2016 maybe? So, um, 2017 perhaps. Uh, so that, those are my, I guess, top three. <laughs> hmm. Yeah. And, and chat brings up, uh, the other side of it, which uh, I'm guessing we already know one, which would be Final Fantasy, but top three games. Oh, top series. three games. Okay, series. Okay, um, uh, Final Fantasy, Zelda, Kingdom Hearts. That was pretty, that, that was just straightforward. Just, you just, like you knew automatically. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Oh. That's, yeah, yeah do, that's, do you, do you uh, that's really. <laughs> that's easy. I mean, for me. for me, for me, I mean, yes and no. What's your um, top three anime, top three series, video game series for both of you guys? Just curious. <laughs> oh, I'm I, like I'm on, I always want to notice about Mike. So yeah, I'll let Mike go first before okay, I like, okay. mine. Is just <laughs> anime is the hard because I don't really watch anime. I, I have a hard time keeping up with mm. any show, anime or otherwise. Mm. Like, I don't have the attention span to be like, oh yeah, this is airing at this time this week. Let me. Um, so like it's right. all the ones I kind of grew up with. Like I grew up with you, Yu mm. Show, for example. So uh, okay, okay. You know that'll that'll always be deep in my heart. Um, Dragon Ball I grew up with. You know the original Dragon Ball, mm. Dragon Ball Z, all that. Um, and then 
I don't even know what goes in the third slot. I have no idea because it's like those are the <laughs> those are the two that I like really because I just watched Toonami and the after. Oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> it was like whatever was available on Toonami at that time, right? Yeah, yeah, and they had they've mm. been through like. I can I can name a bunch that I've seen, but I don't know which one's my favorite. <laughs> I don't know which one even mm. gets number three. Yeah, like uh, it's just like oh, Gundam's on, oh, Sailor Moon's on, cool. I'll just watch whatever's on for two three hours. Right, right. I mean that's still good. You Hawk Show. Um, I don't think I've I've ever watched that, but uh, yeah, I know that um, the author also did like Hunter Hunter, right? And yeah. Some other yeah, IPs like that. So that's really cool. How about you, Sly? Well, anime, there's going to be, like, a few that are on, like, kind of the same rank, so to speak. But, um, mm. of course, Gundam. Gundam. Mm, uh, Gundam and yeah. Macross. Gundam and Macross, I kind of put mm. on the same wavelength because Macross was my first love. And then, like, Gundam kind of followed shortly after and just, you know, got me into mm, everything for a bit. Yeah, um, yeah. Uh, same thing with City Hunter and Cat's Eye. Again, same wavelength, same type, and even did a movie together. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like. Like I've always loved uh, City Hunter, and then Cat's Eye was just kind of followed suit. So oh, you just made me remember my third one, by the way, Lupin. 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 Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. Lupin okay. Yeah. Yeah. Because they're doing a Cat's Eye movie, I think, like soon, aren't they? They They've already done it. Oh, they they've already, already done, done it. it. Okay. Yeah. 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 The, I, I have never watched Lupin before, but I watched that CG movie that came out, um, I think like two years ago or something. It was really good. Um, the CG was great. I don't know if you ever guys, if you, if you guys ever watched it, but oh, yeah. highly recommend. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I went to movie theaters for that one. Yeah. Yeah. It was good. Like it was, uh, surprisingly super well done. Cause usually, I don't know, sometimes Japan CG movies are hit or miss. Um, but that one was like really, really great. So. You got one awesome. more. Slide, how about, how about, and also, wow. also favorite video game series. <laughs> oh, I got one more. Um, see, that's a toughie because there's a lot. I like, I love a lot. Um, if anything, it'd probably be, uh, Star Blazers, uh, Battleship Yamato. Um, ah, as far Yamato, as like, Yamato, yeah, opera. yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Or anything, anything by, uh, Leiji Matsumoto. So, oh, Yamato, yeah. 999, uh, Galaxy Express 999, Harlock. Mm. All of that. I don't know, like, 80% of the things you said before. Uh, you said Gundam, and I was lost after that. <laughs> Yamato is a really a classic, one. like, like sci-fi kind of, um, yeah, uh, anime. Uh, the books are actually really difficult to come by right now uh, in Japan. They're all like quite like vintage. Uh, I know because like uh, one of my friends uh, is really into it, and um, like uh, I met him. He came to visit in Tokyo like about two weeks ago, and they, he talked about it, and I, he was like, "Can you buy merchandise of this?" And I was like, "I uh, <laughs> 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 it's like I, it's very very difficult." Yeah, but it, it is. It was like really popular, I think, back in the day. So. Now, to answer your second question, favorite games. Um, yeah. First and foremost, uh, Megaton, Shin Megami Tensei. Like, uh, any side of it. Any side of it. So, mainline Megaton or Persona or Devil Summoner, all of them. Okay. Love. Okay. Um, That's awesome. Armor Core, of course, because oh, I love robots. Uh, I love robots. Um, as far as like my third. 
There's so many. God. It's always the last one that's hard because like the first two are easy. Last one, mm. I guess would be. I'm going to go old school. What? what? I'm waiting. You're waiting for me to say Final Fantasy because no, I don't. I didn't mm. think you were going to say Final Fantasy at all. I was just waiting for the answer. No. I was just like, um, <laughs> probably Metal Gear. Actually, I got my names. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Cool. Yeah. So, like, quite a lot of like Mecha kind of um, influences. Yeah. Mm, gotcha. As gotcha. you can see behind him again, this has <laughs> <laughs> got plenty of. <laughs> The yeah, only mecha yeah, thing yeah. I ever owned was a Zoids I owned as a kid. That's the only thing I ever owned that was like build it or, or anything. Yeah. They're like these giant. Yeah. It was like this CG anime that was on TV and they like, they built giant like animal robots that. Oh. You know what's coming back, I right? I'm... No, I didn't know that. Oh. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I remember seeing this. Um. Sorry, I just Googled it just now. Like, so wait. Yeah, I definitely remember that. They're like, yeah, like, like dragons and stuff. Like, um, it's basically like, kind of like, uh, uh, what is it? Transformers? Yeah. Yeah, sort of. They're, they're, they're more like piloted, uh, like, like the, I think the main one's a Liger. I think that's called the Liger. Uh, yeah. 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 Like, yeah. I, I, I remember seeing this. I just, uh, did a quick Google. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And for me, games is Final Fantasy Double Maker Armor Core. Like those are. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, I hear a lot about Armored Core. Um, it's basically like you customize customize your own like um, tanks and stuff, right? And you like uh, it's very realistic with the physics or something like that. Yeah, it's like that. You spend forty five minutes in the garage making the best mech you could possibly make to beat the mission in two minutes, and then do it all over again. Oh, uh, yep. okay, okay, gotcha. Yeah, I, I hear a lot of um, good things about it, and I'm just like, I don't know, I'm not really into Mecca that much, so I was like, eh. but, you know, uh, it, it is quite popular in Japan as well, so. Very excited for Armored Core 6. Sly and I are anxiously awaiting Armored Core 6, because it's been a dormant franchise for, like, what, a decade now or something? Oh, okay, okay, gotcha. It's been a while. Yeah, well, at least you mm. played Damon X Machina. That was made by the guy who did the originals. Yeah. So, like, I did it off stream though. So you still played it? I didn't. Yeah, <laughs> yeah Demon X Machia was was hit or miss. Honestly, yeah, that's fine. We have mm. Well, uh, so yeah. that's your history with video games, anime. But you mentioned uh, starting up a company in Japan, and you also mentioned in uh, I guess the pre-show that you know you were born and raised in America, and then opened this business, Itai Japan, in order to you know for the e-commerce of Itai Kuchi. How did you? Go about that in particular, because it's not every day we have someone who hops an entire country, starts their own business, and is living. It's 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 a, it's a privilege to be able to speak to people with the drive to do that kind of stuff. Uh, I mean, it's kind of just like I just I I was forced to sort of do it. So like um, uh, before I moved to Japan, I moved to Japan in 2013, uh, about 10 years ago, uh, 10 years ago. Yeah. Um, and uh, before that, I was always like in uh, I studied abroad in Japan, um, family uh, always like, you know, uh, traveling in Japan. Um, and so, uh, I, you know, I'm very familiar with the, the country. But um, when I moved to Japan for work, um, I was not like going to Japan with the intention of like 
starting a company or anything. It was more like um, I just wanted to work abroad because uh, I was living in um, Japan and living in China for a little bit um, after I uh, graduated um, and I worked in uh, film for a little bit in L.A. And then I was like, eh, film is not for me. So I took a year off and I went to China. And after that, I'm like, eh, China's great, but I kind of just want to work abroad in general. So I was looking for jobs. Um, and then I landed a marketing a uh, position in a startup company. Um, and this was, uh, yeah, back in 2013. Um, so I was doing a lot of like, uh, video marketing, a lot of like, um, social media, uh, managing and so forth. Like, um, also doing, co- making content for like the YouTube channel. This is back in, again, 2013. So like really long time ago. Um, and then after that, uh, well, actually during that, I was already translating stuff for fun, um, on like my blog, uh, on Tumblr <laughs> back then. Um, and, uh, yeah, that, that was actually something I was doing like way before 2013. Um, so I was already doing that. And then when I moved to Japan, um, yeah, I was like, oh wow, there's like a lot of like stuff here that, um, people like want, but they can't get it because, you know, it's just exclusive or it's, um, hard to get at that time in 2013 e-commerce was like just getting really big, like just before it got, you know, a big boom. Um, so I was like, yeah, I can help, you know, like people, uh, try to get stuff. And so I did. And, um, this is all the while, you know, like, uh, working as a full-time marketing position, um, and also just doing my blog and translations on the side. Uh, and then after that, it kind of took off and I told my, uh, boss, I was like, Hey, um, so like, you obviously see me, you know, bring a million packages to uh, to the wor- workplace every day because during lunch I bring it to the post office. That's how I did it. And then he was like, "Yeah, I was wondering, like, are you okay?" And I'm like, uh, "Yeah." So I kind of have to quit um, because I can't do full time job anymore while doing this uh, side business. And then. My boss was very, uh, understanding because he kind of was in the same position. That's why, that's how he started his company that I was working for, um, back in the day. And, uh, he was like, yeah, no problem. And then so, um, before I quit, I, I had to like, you know, ask, um, my lawyer, like the lawyers, like, oh, so in order to stay in Japan, you know, what should I, what should I do? What's the process? And then, uh, they're like, well, you can get married. And I was like, I mean, I don't really, I, I was, I'm, you know, my fiance, he's, uh, he's Japanese, but I was like, I don't want to like, you know, force it. <laughs> like that's kind of weird. Um, and then, so I was like, what are the other options? And he said, uh, oh, you can start a company, um, and you can host your own visa under a business, uh, investor visa. So I was like, yeah, okay, sure. Let's do that. And he was like, oh, so you have to, um, like prepare this, this, this. It's a lot of like really, really in, like, uh, complicated paperwork and you have to establish, um, a, a office in a, like, office designated address. So you had to basically rent out an office. Um, and in order to do that, uh, you would have to also invest in your company as a foreigner, um, in order to, uh, like start up your company and also, uh, host your visa. So if you were like a Japanese national, you don't need to do the whole, like, register, um, office and like invest a certain amount of money like you don't need to show that but as a foreigner um you have to do that uh so i did and the process took about like three months um so i then yeah started uh working um and before i like established the company since i was already doing it as kind of like sole proprietorship um i or i had one staff who was helping me already and then she um just kind of like joined uh officially as my first like full-time staff um and then 
yeah, it was like just us two for a little bit. And then I needed to hire more people and more people. And then, uh, you know, like years pass. And now here we are with like around like 20, almost 25 people. And I'm just kind of like, oh, well, that was an interesting journey. <laughs> um, I didn't really come to Japan. I, no, I did not come to Japan to start a company. I just came to Japan because I was like, I want to work abroad. Uh, and it just kind of happened that way. So, uh, yeah, a lot of trial and error, but, um, things, yeah, right now, like we just, uh, moved our warehouse, um, to a like bigger, like location and we set up everything in house. Um, we do is like, uh, made by us. So yeah, it's been a lot of interesting experiences. So yeah, that's pretty much the history. Sounds like there were a lot of, uh, challenges at first to just starting it was like it was when even went into the company it was just limited to just getting to japan and all the logistics of you know becoming a citizen and working there yeah mm-hmm yeah, the, the transition is kind of, uh, well, if you come to Japan on a valid visa, it's quite easy to transfer to another type of visa. Um, usually people transfer to a working visa, uh, which takes about, I don't know, maybe a month or two to process. Um, depending on which country you're coming from. Uh, but for me, because I wanted to do the business investor visa, that one's a little bit more complicated because uh, as a foreigner, they need to know that you have the money to, to support your company. Um, so there is a monetary uh, value of, uh, at that time, I think it was 5 million yen um, or 10 million yen. And I, I'm not sure if it changed right now, but um, if it was like a 100 to 1 ratio for USD, it's like five, either 50,000 to, to 100,000 USD that you have to invest in the company first uh, as, in, as a foreigner. Um, and then getting that office address uh, is important. But the most, the most annoying thing uh, that I came across was uh, registering a bank because um, they were like, oh, in order to register a uh, company bank, you have to prove like a year or two's worth of um, payments coming in. And I was like, well, I mean, yeah, this is on PayPal, like e-commerce, you know, it's like well-documented. So I gave it to them and they're like, what is this PayPal? And I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> <That's all laughs> like, yeah. yeah. And yeah. I, so I had to explain um, and like write to like write it and document it like, oh, so PayPal is a payment method, blah, blah, blah. And then this is all in Japanese um, because uh, I guess, you know, the bank that I use is um, uh, like a pretty big bank in Japan. Um, and I guess they at that time weren't as like, you know, uh, savvy about internet businesses. So I had to explain a lot and that took a while, but the bank account um, doesn't need to be set up as soon as you make your company. So um, I made the company first, registered it, got my visa. And then uh, a couple months later, the bank, the bank account got approved. So yeah, that was, a, that was one of the more uh, annoying parts of it. That's got to be no, – uh, even just trying to find an apartment, trying to prove income when it's through things like PayPal or just like yeah. like Twitch and contract <sighs> work, that's mm-hmm. a pain enough. That's I can imagine. Although, yeah. honestly, when you say it only takes a month or three months, I think about how long something like that would probably take here if with an equivalent. Mm. Like it would take three years. That's probably I'm so actually, I'd imagine like now people are mm. more understanding to like e-commerce and things like PayPal. Uh, some mm-hmm. people, it just depends on where you go. Mm, interesting. Yeah, my yeah. friends um, in Japan, when they try to, uh, if you're a foreigner and you are, let's say, um, you know, full-time Twitch streamer or uh, you have some kind of like online business um, that's not uh, like 
retail. Um, it's quite difficult yet to find apartments because um, they will uh, usually the the real estate agent or the contractor will be like, oh, but like how how do we know you have uh, steady income? And they don't consider internet business as steady income um, if you're not a uh, you know like a retailer or um, something you know like um, what is it. Uh, a design company that co- like gets contracts from companies, other companies. Like if it's some, if you're like a freelance streamer, it's quite difficult to, uh, f- yeah, get an apartment in Japan too. So I assume it would be kind of similar in America. Pain. Yeah. <laughs> Pain. <laughs> having having done it recently, I was like, and here's my thanks statement. Oh. I'm going to circle the number that you need, and here's it. Just yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I think it's still re- relatively new. Um even even now. Uh but uh yeah, I was able to set up the stuff back in 2015 um and we established uh the company officially in the uh I think it was like 420 on 2016. Um, so yeah, <laughs> like I actually I, I don't even really like register the number until like um one of my staff was like 420. I'm like, "Oh my god, please." <laughs> Like, don't be immature. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I live in California. Anyway. <laughs> a number who was around and everyone's like, see you then. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, but yeah, it, it, there are challenges um, to start a company in Japan, but it's not impossible. Um, but I definitely um, recommend, like, if you are to, if you are interested in starting a company in Japan, that you um, at least know Japanese, because uh, you're gonna uh, at some point be in a meeting with, you know, like your lawyer, or even if your lawyer is not there, um, you know, you might have to go by, by yourself, and you have to kind of like figure out what exactly you're doing. Um, which is sometimes it gets yeah kind of like annoying where it's like you have to keep on going back to the yeah, the kuyakusho what is that called district office like you have to keep on going back to register stuff keep on going back and they're like oh use this machine use that machine and you need to print out like t- ten million documents um, so yeah it gets kind of confusing sometimes so um, definitely if you have like language skills that would be really helpful uh, and it makes the process smoother. It's, that reminds me of a story with Yoshi P that I had. Mm. I was I was going to do an interview with him, and I mm, wanted to oh, say cool. hello, nice to see you again in Japanese, but I didn't mm. say it. But I had a friend who knew, so I asked him, and he's like, "Say mm. it back." And I just for like mm. ten minutes, I did that, mm-hmm. and then I walked into the room, and Yoshi P looked at me, and went "Hello," and I was like, "I lost." I was like, "That's <laughs> I forgot." Instantly, as soon as he said hello, it like loud. Like, oh, okay, English. English. I was like, "That's it. Everything, everything just left my brain in that instance." So, oh, actually, surprisingly, um, like even if Japanese people don't, you know, like uh, common misconception is that Japanese people can't speak English; they don't understand English at all. Um, it's not really true uh, because um, I know because when we were hiring Japanese staff, I was um, I, I was talking to my other Japanese staff who was uh, I hired at the time, and I was like. Hey, like, I think we need to hire bilingual people because, uh, you know, most of our audience is, um, English speaking. Our website is in English. And then, um, my staff said something that I never really thought about. And he was like, oh, well, did you know that actually we can read uh, English really well? And I was like, oh, really? And he's like, we can't, like, some Japanese people can't speak it, um, because they're shy, uh, but they can understand fairly well and they can definitely read it really well. Um, and I was like, oh, wow, I, I don't know that. So then we, um, yeah, we hired some, uh, Japanese staff who cannot speak English at all, uh, but they can 
read everything on our website. They can, uh, they understand like, you know, sometimes if we have like customer, um, service, uh, inquiries that come in, like they, they can read it. They just don't know exactly like, you know, how to say, how to like respond. So surprisingly, a lot of people know English. Yeah. <laughs> I remember visiting. I mean, there's English. I mean, a lot of places. Like it's just, it's there. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. Also, yeah. that's like, a lot. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, in the past, though, it was quite, uh, like, less. It was much less than it is now. So, um, yeah, maybe if you came, like, 10 years ago, it wouldn't be as uh, easy to communicate. But now now it's super easy, I think. Hmm. Yeah, but, but when you're going to do technical stuff, like, you know, um, visa documents and, like, bank whatever stuff, like, it's best to know some Japanese, at least, so that you can kind of figure out, like, you know, what what you're doing, so you're not signing off something that you don't want to sign off without having legal <laughs> look at it. So, yeah. More on the uh, business side of Aitaikuji, because, again, you mm-hmm. deal with um, lottery items. Uh, mm-hmm. A lot of lottery items. And when I think of this, I, like, the the most I've spent is probably through premium bandai and stuff like that. And then, and like, it's there, it's there for like a month or so and then it's gone. And yeah. like, if I didn't get it, like, I hate myself. Um, oh, no. <laughs> talk about, oh, geez, psycho doga. Uh, talk about the, uh, can you talk about the early days of Aitaikuji when you were reaching out to brands and how you, kind of got on, like a lot of brands on like Impresto, uh, Super Groupies, Air, like the like brands you have mm-hmm. now. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so, uh, for re- uh, for anime industry, uh, for games, uh, sorry, uh, for goods, um, it's, uh, usually done through a third-party wholesaler. Um, there are tons of third-party wholesalers in Japan. Uh, and, um, the thing that's interesting about Japanese, like, uh, goods industry is that the wholesalers buy from the wholesalers and the whole, uh, then who buys from another wholesaler? And so it's like a very interesting web of, um, like, whole, third-party wholesale. And so, um, you as the retailer, uh, usually make a contract with a wholesaler and then you, that's where you, uh, source your items from. Um, yeah, and, uh, for uh products like uh pre-orders um pretty much every i would say like maybe 80 or 90 percent of all anime and video game products are on a pre-order basis in japan um so like once the item is out obviously companies have stock and they hold on to stock sometimes uh, but it's very rare to see like a, a product line drop where it's like, oh, order today and it's out today. Like, it's really rare to see that. Um, so yeah, the pre-order, uh, like system, um, is very prevalent in, uh, this industry. Um, as for, uh, yeah, Kuji games, it's kind of like, uh, I suppose a, different type of product because it's like you play it to see what you get. Um, usually you would go to like a convenience store, for example, um, like let's say 7-Eleven in Japan and they have the latest, um, Spy Family Kuji game. Uh, so you go take a ticket from the Kuji game, like, uh, board and you go to the cashier and you say like, oh, I want to play 10 tickets. Uh, and the cashier takes out a little, like, box that you, like, it's like a raffle box where you pick out your 10 tickets and you open it and it will show you what kind of prize you won. Like, let's say you won the biggest prize or you won, like, absolute, sh- like, you know, shit, which is, like, I don't know, stickers. <laughs> like, you never know, right? So, like, um, uh, it's, it's kind stickers. of random. <laughs> stickers. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, actually, um, I, I used to play it a lot myself, and um, when I did, uh, I think out of all the times I've like played, I've only gotten like the first prize maybe once or something. It's quite difficult because usually in a Kuji game, there's uh, only one or two of the first like prize, and then prize B, C is like maybe two, two or three of those. It depends on what the Kuji game is uh, uh, like, what kind of you know products are in the Kuji game, but usually it goes from prize A to like H. ABC is always like only one or two or three at the most, and then like D through H is like twenty, like eighteen, twenty six. Like that's how the the numbers work. Um, so you're obviously likely to get you know crap. Um, but I mean, at least you still get something worth the money you paid for. Uh, so um, that's kind of like the gimmick. I would be too addicted. You're just yeah. You're just reminding me of just straight gotcha, just anything gotcha. And- like how yeah it is pretty this is my I, mean, gotcha like, I feel like the gotcha <laughs> is like it's gotcha is not as worth it i think because you don't there, there's a huge possibility you get nothing in return but like you know like a a crappy like weapon or like a crappy whatever right um and also gotcha is not tangible so um like you know i mean i guess you can like if it's Genshin, let's talk. Let's say it's Genshin Impact. Like you can get a good gotcha that's like your character, right? And you can at least you could play it. But some other gotchas where it's like just JPEGs. Like you're you know you're spending so much money for like a, a JPEG, right? And like Fuji is. I mean, I guess it's kind of similar, but at least you have a tangible product that you can use yeah. or you can display. You know, um, so. But yeah, it's it's very similar to the gotcha uh, system, though the gotcha concept. You occasionally have crane game items in there too, don't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know how does that go? Obviously, no one's sitting there playing the crane game. So, like you said, I'd imagine that's a wholesale situation where the wholesalers get it. Yeah, um, well, I mean, when I was uh, starting out, I actually did go to the game centers and play them um, and uh, help people acquire it. Uh, and I got really good at the game sensors crane game. <laughs> um, so if you ever come with me to uh, like a game arcade center in Japan, I can probably win whatever you need. <laughs> oh, you got uh, yeah, good at uh, crane games? Yeah, I used to be really good at it because I had to go do it a lot. <laughs> have you, um, have yeah, you done uh, the, usually, have you done the new online crane games too? Like, oh, like put it, yeah. yeah. Um, no, I haven't played it myself, but I do know some friends who are obsessed with it. Um, okay. I met up with, uh, yeah, I met up with two people, two of my friends who visited, uh, last month. And then, um, yeah, one of them was like, uh, do you know, like the crane games that you play on your app? I'm like, yeah, I know about it. And then he was like, I am so addicted. And I'm like, but like, is it even easy to get the stuff? And he he said that like apparently they give you free tickets every day or every week to log in. Um and so he uses up all those free tickets and he said he got a lot of random stuff that he doesn't need, but it's just fun to play it. And I was like, All right, all right. <laughs> I thought about trying to get a uh oh what what it was a grill. It was, it was, yeah, it was like it was like I think like uh What's it called? A Yakiniku grill? grill? Yeah, it was a Yakiniku grill. I almost tried to win one. Yakiniku grill? Yeah. They had one for the online. I was oh like, my god. That's so tempting. How it, was, would they... it was like a little one, like this big. <laughs> How would you, like, get it? I mean, so obviously you're doing it from your phone, but when it drops, wouldn't it break, like, the box or whatever? Or I don't know. I just wanted to win it. 
<laughs> I mean, yeah, I get it. I get it. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's, it's, it's interesting. I think it got pretty popular during COVID as well. So, um, uh, I don't know, uh, what, what exactly like they, uh, how how they're doing right now, but I do I do know during COVID, like everyone was doing it because um, even in Japan, uh, going to game centers was like um, restricted for a little bit, so uh, everyone had to you know play it online. Well, mm-hmm. I know that this conversation has reminded me that Japan is available again. <laughs> <laughs> I need to make oh, a yeah, to Japan yeah. at some point. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Back uh, in October, actually, yeah. last year, they opened borders up. But it was strange because, um, like, I was in Japan, obviously, during COVID. Uh, and I couldn't, you know, um, well, I could le- I could have left to visit family back in the U.S., but um, there was always, like, a possibility that they would close borders completely. So everyone um, who uh, I knew who, uh, you know, were foreigners were all kind of, like, afraid to leave because we didn't want to be stuck because then like how can I go back and you know work and everything so um but the thing that was interesting though compared to the U.S. was that Japan didn't really lock down um so I just you know like everyone just went to restaurants and um we only had like maybe a actual lockdown lockdown for about two weeks or something uh, maybe a month. Uh, but yeah, it was just really interesting. Um, and then we were, you know, like kind of just isolated until last October. Um, but now it's, it's like, yeah, much better because, um, you know, tourism is back, but it was very, it was very strange. Cause like, if you see, if you saw another foreigner, it's like, Oh, Hey, like, so how long have you been living in Japan? Like, you know, that they're here. Um, like they, they're, they live here. They, they're not tourists, you know? So it's very, yeah, it was a very interesting time, I think. I'm hoping to come back soon. Fingers crossed. Yes, yes, please, please. Let me know if you come to Tokyo. Yeah, that's right. I I went when I was there last. I was in Shinjuku. That's what I think mm-hmm. I was staying at the like. I forget the hotel name is. It's like a really big hotel that I don't mm-hmm. remember what it's called. I just the remember K-O. seeing all the tourists at the American buffet and being like, "Why are you even here in Japan? Why are you? <laughs> Why did you come here to eat at the American buffet at the morning? I was so mad." Oh, but why were you at the American buffet in the morning? I wasn't. I saw the line. It was like wrapped oh, around okay. everything. I went into the Japanese buffet. There was no one. I'm like, this is incredible. Oh, oh okay. Okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. I thought oh. you were like waiting in line. Like, why are you here? No, I was like, why did you come to Japan <laughs> to just get like, listen, eggs are way better here, but they, I can, oh, there's yeah. so many other things to have. Oh, eggs are so much better here and you can eat them raw. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I I can eat them raw here technically too. Like they have to be pasteurized, and I still don't trust oh, them. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know, yeah, I Japan, yeah. Like, oh, yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's that's the response to eggs in in uh, America. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I've had salmonella from from eggs in America. Uh, like, um, yeah, undercooked eggs. So I I, I get it. <laughs> well. We've talked a lot about your business. Thanks again for taking my money. Oh, yeah, no. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry. No, it's good because <laughs> I got, I, I, listen, I got the Dwarven Stein, which was JP FanFest exclusive the one time. Mm, and I've gotten some of the right, Taito right. Tito stuff, like Alpha No and Atlas. Right, right. It's all good. That's why, that's why I'm, I'm saying thank you because I mean it. Oh, yeah, of course. Not of course. Yeah. I mean, me. um, and, uh, yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> There's a coupon code, right? If you want to uh, save 500 yen off. I don't know which command you put, uh, Mike, but if anyone is interested, uh, you can definitely get a discount. And so. Thank you for that. I didn't ask her to do that. She did that during pre-show. She was just like, oh, let me do that. And I was just like, oh, you don't have to. She's like, I'm doing it. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, yeah, for, you know, um, just to give back to the community and uh, also thank you guys for, you know, inviting me. So I'm um, really happy to talk with you about, you know, Final Fantasy and working in Japan or making a business in Japan. <laughs> that I was very fascinated to learn about because that's it's 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 just business owners in general. Fascinating. Me. That being said, uh, I mean, it's. It's not that, it's not that like, you know, lavish or anything. It's, it's a lot of work. Um, basically you are always thinking about work, uh, hard to separate work from private. So, um, yeah, even on weekends, I'm doing something that's related to work. I mean, like it's something that I, I enjoy, so I don't mind doing it. Um, but yeah, it's definitely like a very intense, uh, kind of, regime that you put yourself into because you are working, you know, um, for yourself and you're also responsible for a lot of other people's well-being too. So yeah, um, it's fun though. I like it. <laughs> it's just uh, a lot of work though. You just, uh, up until you said, and other people, cause I don't, obviously I don't have employees. So I was like, this sounds like streaming. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's very similar. It's very similar to like, you know, working for yourself if you're a full-time streamer or if you're, you know, yeah, an influencer, YouTuber. Um, but for me, it's, uh, like, at least I have like more of a routine. Um, like it's, you know, I have to do this, I have to do that. But, um, on my like personal side, I do, you know, like translations and stuff. That's kind of just um, on me. But, uh, yeah, for the work side, um, you know, having employees and, uh, you know, having to figure out, um, salaries and bonuses and, you know, making sure that, uh, you know, there's a, a good environment for them to work and uh, a lot of, a lot of, you know, uh, in-house like company, uh, what is it, work culture, um, you, you have to, you have to be very conscious about, um, otherwise, you know, you don't want people to be unhappy. I definitely don't want that. Yeah. <laughs> Exactly. Sly, happy, right? Sly's been waiting for the cringe. Jo- I make the show. You've, I've had so many opportunities so far to do it. And that was the first one. That was the first one. I've okay. Well, we've spoken a lot about Itaikuji, spoken about the business, mm. but now let's let's talk more about you and your experiences. So mm, this is a fi- this is a Final Fantasy podcast. Obviously, Final right, Fantasy right. fourteen. Uh, so with with oh, Final my- at times. It's definitely it, it it waxes and wanes a little bit, but you know it's, yeah. it just depends. Um, so actually, let's talk a little bit about your Final Fantasy history now. I suppose mm. as we work our way into your adventures through Final Fantasy fourteen and your translation work with Final Fantasy. Oh 14. yeah, sure. So, yeah, sure. like we did with the anime, like we did with the games in general. First game in the Final Fantasy franchise, favorite okay. game, and then any okay. special notes you want to make. First game in the franchise, um, excuse me, Final Fantasy VII, um, PC version. I was in Costco in, I don't know, like 1998 or something, 1999. Uh, I, I didn't play it like on release. I was, re- I was too young. Um, but I was in Costco, um, and I was with my grandparents and they were like, oh, you can buy any computer game you want. And I was like, oh, uh, okay. Um, up until that point, I was only playing like, you know, jumpstart fourth grade or whatever, jumpstart fifth grade. And so I was like, I was looking at those and I'm like, oh, maybe I'll try something else. Um, and so I just saw this like, 
of cover of this like guy, um, a blonde haired guy in front of like this machine looking building. And I was like, that looks kind of cool. Final Fantasy seven. Okay. And so I chose it and my grandma like looked at it. I think it was my grandpa, he looked at it. He was like, are you sure? Cause like, it looks kind of dark. And I'm like, ah, you know, I already played the jumpstart games. So like, I kind of wanted uh, something different. You know, dark jumpstart <laughs> <Yeah>. lore. <laughs> <laughs> no, jumpstart fourth grade is terrifying. I don't know if you guys played it before. It is so damn scary. Um, it's like you go to a haunted area. Um, I don't even know how I play that as a game, uh, as a game, as a child. Um, but like, uh, yeah, so I was looking at the, you know, cute, like, jumpstart games and I was like, no, 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 I'll try something different. And then so my grandpa was like, uh, I mean, okay. <laughs> so uh, I think I was at that, at that time, I was like 10 or, yeah, no more than 11, I would say. Um, I think I was 10. And then so uh, I went home and I booted up the game and I was like, oh, this looks kind of interesting. Um, like as a, you know, 10 year old person, I like didn't really know or understand like the deeper concepts, but I just was playing it like, oh, fun. And then I remember I played, I, I, I played it a lot until this one part in, I think it's the submarine uh, where there was like these robots and I just couldn't get past that. I was just like, this is so difficult. Like, cause I, I mean, I'm 10 years old. I didn't even train my people. I got through the game up until like the, su- I think it was the submarine part. And then I was like, I can't go further. It's too difficult now. So I gave up. And then I didn't play FF7 until I was 16 after. And I finished FF7 when I was 16. But when I was 10 and I first bought it, um, I played up until a like specific part and then I just stopped. And then, uh, the game that I actually completed in its entirety is FF8. Um, and that is actually my favorite game just because of the nostalgia. Um, because I finished FF8 maybe when I was like 12 or something, and I actually like played through the entire game. I was able to, you know, complete it. Um, and then after that, I played like FF9 and then FF10. And I didn't play FF7 until after I went to the Advent Children premiere in Hollywood um, back in, I don't even know when that was, 20, 2006 or something. Um, and I met like Tetsuya Minamura there and like we lined up at like 6am to get in uh, and it was interesting uh, yeah, day that day. I met a lot of people in line. <laughs> um, but after I watched Advent Children, that's when I finished FF7, um, even though it was my first game technically. That's kind of, it's not too I didn't play seven. Seven was the first one I ever saw. But eight also. I'm a I'm an eight first person as well. Oh yes, yes. So out of eight. High five. High five. There we go. I, I just. Oh, there we go. I'll, yeah, line yeah. Up, I'll line up the elbows for you. Oh yeah, I think it was great. I loved it. Um, and I really liked the, uh, romance, uh, aspect of it. The romantic story, um, was really good. Uh, you know, as a kid, it's like, oh, you never know. The squall's super hot. Yeah. And like, it's he's actually most, quite funny. He's um, the best looking guy here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was actually really funny because I was really into it. So, um, when I was in seventh grade, like 12 years old, um, I printed out like a ton of screenshots from the FF8 opening sequence with Squall fighting uh, 
cipher. And um, I put it on my folder for the year. I don't know if you guys like had folders for, you know, oh. um, when you go to school. Yeah, like that. Yeah. So it was my co- my cover of my fo- uh, of my folder. And I remember like every time my friends would look at it, they'd be like, who's this guy? I'm like, oh, he's from FF8. And then they'll be like, OK, Audrey. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, I definitely was a big FFA fan. <laughs> and on the other side of my folder, not related to Final Fantasy VIII, but I had pictures of Legolas on it. <laughs> Hilarious. <laughs> that's that's uh, two very swingy ways to go with the fantasy genre. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So um, that was my, uh, yeah, that was my childhood. <laughs> And since then, how how much have you explored the rest of the franchise? Obviously, fourteen, you know, in recent times. Right, right, right. But how much yeah. have you explored the franchise uh, after those kind of early times? Mm, I've never played FF two. That's fine. Um, you don't need to five and six, uh, which people are like, you got to play six. Um, but I yeah, and eleven. Um, everything else I've played. Sorry, I said eleven, and I got Vietnam flashbacks. Just yes, six. Six was my first. Oh, I'm currently, I'm currently getting through eleven. That's certainly a way to describe it, Sly. (laughs) Getting through, like, as in struggling or inching along, existing. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) existing. (laughs) I see. Well, at least, you know, um, the new producer of FF11 in the interview with the family like a couple days ago said that eventually they would like to make it in its own thing. So maybe that would be a better time to play it. They actually had two JP only mobile games. I actually, well, they had one and the other one got canceled. One that, the one that they released was called Grandmasters. I thought it was actually a really hmm. good attempt, but it, there was no way it was going to make money because you could just grind. Uh, you could just grind all day and not ever have to do the gotcha. So they made it mm-hmm. too consumer friendly. <laughs> oh, interesting. Weirdly enough. Yeah, I had to download like the APK on this and just like, okay, I can't read anything. I'll figure it out as I go. Mm-hmm. So I think they could do it. I think they could do it. Um, yeah, yeah, I mean, I don't know how they're going to like, um, you know, present it if it's going to be the same graphics as FF11 is right now, but that'd be pretty cool. I've never played FF11 and I kind of want to because, um, you know, I'm playing FF14. No, you don't. <laughs> no, you don't. <laughs> no, you don't. It's, it's history, though. Really? Yeah. No, you don't. But mm-hmm. I should play FF6, right? Yes. Yes, absolutely. Five, five absolutely. also, I'd say five, five is kind of, um, I'd say, so you've played three, I'd say three is kind of like, um, three was a, a huge hit in Japan when it first came out. It, I've actually been oh, really? the history. Yeah. It was the first Final Fantasy game to reach, well, it was the first numbered Final Fantasy game to reach a million units sold. Oh, interesting. Okay. Okay. The, the first one was actually Final Fantasy Legends, which is actually Saga. In Japan, ah, uh, uh, for the game oh, game. okay, yeah. yeah, 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 saga series, yeah, like Frontier and so forth. Yeah, yeah, that's uh, there's a whole there's a whole lot of weird history between Japan and North America with Final Fantasy that is way mm. deeper than Final Fantasy three being Final Fantasy six, like where everyone kind of draws the line. But yeah, the Pixel remasters are mm. going to be on consoles, and I don't know if you prefer to play on console versus. Oh yeah, right. Um, I I played uh FF. Four, 
Oh no! Well, that was not the Pixar Master. That was the um, that was the 3DS version, or 3D version. I forgot, but I, I played that on my phone. Um, and I did download FF6 because I was like, I should play it. Um, and I played FF1 um on, with the Pixel Remaster for the phone. Uh, and yeah, I'm, I'm working my way through it. <laughs> I was like, since since it's available now, um, to play uh, you know, on the phone, I like I can play it anywhere. Uh, so uh, I'm trying to yeah do. Two and five and six. Hopefully, the uh, mobile version and the PC version get the updates the console version's getting because they're getting like toggles oh. to like quadruple your EXP gained or like turn off encounters oh. and stuff. So you can get through it a lot quicker. Oh wow! Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because I'm I'm just I don't really care much about the gameplay. I, I just yeah. want to know the story. You know? Yeah. yeah. Oh, so. hopefully oh, that, would be that makes it to mobile. So it sounds like you would prefer to play it on mobile. So fingers crossed. Oh that, yeah, because console. I mean, um, I feel like it's just kind of like too. It's like overkill. Like a giant. I mean, you know, in the past we all did that on the TV, but like now that you know, uh, it's like all pixels. I'm like, you know, I'd rather just bring it around. <laughs> The recent years for the Final Fantasy franchise must be quite interesting because um, obviously you and I first were introduced probably what like four years ago I'd say probably at this point yeah three yeah about three at this point right from Hada is the one who introduced us right yes yeah I think about three uh, during COVID so like three I think three years ago now oh my god twenty twenty three. yeah <laughs> yeah and it's been an interesting few years for Final Fantasy um, I know that I personally have just. Every time so I think something or find out something new has happened with Final Fantasy, the news always breaks in Japan first. And I go, and mm. Audrey's Twitter, let's see, refresh, 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 refresh. <laughs> like I'm trying to buy tickets, just like, uh, I wonder if Audrey's seen that. Yeah, just refresh, F5. Oh. <laughs> what I'm saying is I appreciate your translation work for the franchise over the past several yeah. years since, since of becoming course. aware of it. Um, how I, I feel like since... Especially with Final Fantasy VII Remake, your socials in particular have kind of just exploded. Mm, have have, yeah, you, have I mean, you noticed anything similar? Uh, not, not too much. It's like for me, because um, uh, I was really like, like I was really obsessed with My Hero Academia before. Um, so like uh, since since I started Twitter, um, which was back in I think maybe twenty. 15 when I started actually using it uh, more more frequently uh, I was already doing what I exact thing I'm doing now um, but for other fandoms uh, so I was really into the anime called Free it's about like guys swimming um, and I would be posting stuff about that <laughs> uh, yeah and like uh, doing some like small translations here and there um, and then I just kind of like went through different fandom you know people have different interests as they you know get older or as new things come out um, so I just kind of like went to to different fandoms and like uh, I guess for like in terms of like social media growth or whatever it's kind of been uh, it's, it's not like a huge skyrocketed uh, exponential growth mine is more like a linear kind of like um, steady growth instead uh, which is, I, I totally don't like you know I don't really care about like how many people you know are like following you or whatever I just like as long as people find my content informative and you know I'm helping contribute to the community that's kind of all I really care like I don't really look at like oh I have you know so and so numbers of followers like I mean of course I'm uh I would tweet like oh thank you so much for following me if I hit like some kind of milestone but I'm not like kind of like too too like 
picky about that. I, as long as people, you know, are, you know, yeah, able to get something out of the content I provide, uh, that's kind of my goal. Um, same with my company too. It's like I, you know, no matter how, how big we get, it's like, you know, if we get there, we get there. But the most important thing is that people can use our services to, you know, better their own lives or like, you know, um, get something out of it. And so I think for, for any content or any type of thing in general, like as long as people get, uh, something like of use out of your content or out of your service or whatever you're providing, um, that's like my personal, like own goal. It's like to be, uh, yeah, to be, to provide to the community. And provide you have, I'd say. I just, yeah, I just can't this. help but notice that stuff because it's just like, I, 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 I just, I've, I've watched it. I've watched it like just grow because I just see, I was like, oh my God, she's just, she's doing fantastic. And I love seeing it. No, 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 no. I mean, you guys are, you know, powerhouses too. So, um, you know, definitely, uh, everyone has their own thing. And I think like you should definitely get more, you know, give yourself more credit. <laughs> I've all, I, but you're the guest, so I'm giving you the credit for the show. Oh, thank you, there thank you. you. See, there you go. We treat we treat guests special. We try to make it so that guests maybe want to come back at some. They're not scared by the time. Yeah, they're yeah, yeah. Of course, yeah, of we course. would love to have guests back, and you don't want to scare them away. You know, anytime. Like anytime, we're nobody. Yes, we're nobody. Yeah. I mean, we're here all the time. We, we're, who gives a shit about us? We're fine. It's the guests. It's all about yeah, the guests. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, for like Final Fantasy 14, um, like that's something that I actually just kind of recently got into though. Um, recently meaning like, uh, in 2020. Yeah. Huh? What? Was it 2020? Wait, when did, um, uh, when did 5.3 come out? 5.3 would have been 2020. Yep. If it was, oh, okay, okay. the pandemic kind of hit at the apex of 5.2 and then that got pushed back and that was all in 2020. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. So during um, September of 2020, uh, I was on Twitter, and um, of course, of course, because I'm like always on Twitter. But like, uh, I saw a lot of the people I was following was posting this like red cat guy, and I was like, <laughs> oh my god! There's like so many pictures of this red cat boy. Like, who is this red cat boy? And then I was just like, he's everywhere. <laughs> um, because, you know, 5.3, we all know, like, what happens. But obviously, I understand why people were posting it. And even people who I never even thought played FF14 was posting it on my timeline. So I was just like, you know what? Maybe I should just play FF14 and see um, why people are obsessed with this red cat boy. And then um, I played it. Uh, and that was, I think, I started playing it in September. And I was like, wow, this is really fun. Like, I actually enjoyed A Realm Reborn. Um, like, it was quite long to get through it. Um, and I, I was streaming uh, it as well. So it was quite fun to, like, talk to community about it. Um, and people in the chat were like, oh, yeah, it gets better. Just wait. It gets better. And I'm like, okay, okay. And then so, um, yeah, I just uh, started started my journey with FF14 in, like, 2020. End of 2020. And then once I got to Heavensward, it was like, it was over. I was I just got so sucked in. <laughs> Yeah, because everyone in the chat kept on being like, it's going to get better, it'll get better. And then I'll be like, oh, what happens with this person? And they always put a smiley face. And I'm like, what the hell does that even mean? Um, so, yeah, uh, that just kept on going and going. And then once once I got into Heavensward, actually not even when I got to Heavensward, when it was post A Realm Reborn, and um, you know, I met a certain character, I was just like, oh, shit. And then so then after that, I've just been obsessed. <laughs> 
imagine he's saying like, I haven't seen who's was that guy in uh, Hosh Font. I, I'll see him again, right? And Chat's just like, yes. Oh, happy Smiley. face. We'll see him one more. We'll Smiley, Smiley face. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I remember when I went through, um, yeah, like, posts around Reborn, I was like, oh, this character's pretty nice, and it's like, smiley face, smiley face, smiley face, I'm like, I don't get it, guys. <laughs> yeah, but um, it was it was great, and I think, like, each expansion just, like, you know, offered more and more content um, for you to enjoy, and it was just, like, so, I don't know, FF14, like, if, if I wasn't biased with nostalgia, I would say that that is actually my, my favorite Final Fantasy game. Um, I mean, I love FF8, but I think it's because of nostalgia that I like it. I think if I played it again, I'll be like, oh, you know, it was, it was was decent. But FF14 in recent times, I, like, after playing everything and, um, you know, Endwalker, like, uh, being the finale to the Zodiac, uh, and Heidelin arc, um, it just, I don't know. It's like a masterpiece. I feel that. <laughs> I feel that. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean, streaming was actually a, a big part of that. You know, that's, I mm. I don't recall if you were doing much streaming prior to doing Final Fantasy no. stuff. No. no, not at all. Mm. I started streaming, like, around that time, like, November 2020, I think, is when I first started. Uh, the first thing I streamed was Kingdom Hearts Melody of Memory. <laughs> Well, okay. I lost my train of thought. I was thinking about Melody of Memory, and I lost my train of thought. Sorry. Um, oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. No, no. I was, I was thinking because like I've been knee deep in theater rhythm, and I was like, I don't know that my brain just started uh, going places. Oh uh, yeah, it's, it's a bit similar, I guess. Um, yeah. Melody of Memory was interesting. Uh, I, I think I finished it in like one go because it wasn't that difficult to f- complete the game. I never got around to it. Kingdom Hearts has been kind of. Weird to me since three. <laughs> oh, it's been it's been what? a little tipsy turvy about about. Uh, it's, yeah. it it's weird to me in general. <laughs> Sly's not yeah, Sly's not into Kingdom Hearts at all. Oh, you don't play it. At it's all. not even that I'm in, not into it. It's just like mm. it's just like, and I and one of my one of my uh, long time community members, she loves it. I'm mm. like, it's so convoluted, and I. And I play fucking Megaton, uh, and that's easier to make sense of than, than Kingdom Hearts. Tell Zelda is at times. And I'm like, uh, yeah, eh. yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, Hearts what do you need to know about like... SMT? God, God's evil. Just whatever. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's God and the devil's like evil. Humanity. Those... Oh, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's pretty much. Well, Kingdom Hearts is not like bad kind of themes but like it's pretty much if you don't if you didn't play kingdom hearts from the beginning it's just it's, i can't i really don't know how to explain yeah <laughs> i i sly i'll explain it here you go up to this point all you need to know in one word xehanort that's it just move on that's it now st- now start over with kingdom hearts 4 and you're good but you hear Xehanort in every Kingdom Hearts. What difference that's does that make? That's exactly why it's the only word you need to know. Well, I mean, the Sora is an important word, too. Every- <laughs> Roxas? Roxas. Roxas. <laughs> yeah. Um, Kingdom Keyblade. No Keyblade. Aqua! Darkness. Darkness. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like this is that scene from Shrek 2 where they're all yelling their names at the table and then Eddie Murphy just goes, Donkey! <laughs> oh my god. 
was so good. Oh, um, but yeah, basically, um, light versus dark. I say in order. That's all you need to know. <laughs> light versus dark in Xehanort. Yeah. 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 So, okay. You got it. You're all caught up. But like, you know, uh, TLDR, uh, light versus dark. Uh, that's it. <laughs> chess. Yes. Well, now chess. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so, so speaking more about streaming in particular, I mean, that was, that, that must have been a kind of, uh, its own step in, in its own right that, uh, you stepped into. Mm. So how has, how has that been just kind of sharing your experiences with people? Yeah, uh, I love it. Um, like I don't stream like super regularly or often or maybe like twice a week or something, but, um, I, I definitely like enjoyed the story, Kingdom, uh, not Kingdom Hearts, um, Final Fantasy fourteen more, uh, through streaming, um, just because people would give you, like, more lore bits and stuff, and I'm like, oh, whoa, I didn't know that, and then, uh, provide more information, uh, to this, to the world building, uh, which is really fantastic, and, um, since then, yeah, I've just been, like, uh, streaming stuff that I enjoy, um, uh, I just recently finished playing Devil May Cry 5, which was, such a good game. Like, I'm so excited for FF16 because, like, the gameplay of uh, Devil May Cry 5 was so fun. Um, and it seems like FF15, sorry, 16 will be, uh, very similar, right? So I'm, like, super, super excited. And plus a great story, plus Soken soundtrack. Oh, gonna be amazing. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I enjoy streaming a lot. It's really fun to talk to, um, the community, uh, because, you know, like as, um, a Twitter account that kind of just is like a one way, like informative news, um, kind of theme, uh, it's hard to like talk to people on Twitter and like sometimes, you know, it's just so many comments. I just, I read them, but sometimes I don't, you know, respond, but like in, uh, on streams, I think it's more of an intimate experience with the people, you know, who, uh, you actually like, you know, uh, inform. So it's really nice to talk to the community that way. Now you finished Devil May Cry 5, which. Yes. Here we go. <laughs> Yeah, it's one of my favorite games in recent years. Yeah, I know, I know, yeah, I remember that. Yeah. (laughs) No, I mean, that one in particular is like, I I have played it more than I probably should have. Are you the legendary Dark Knight? I have 100% in Devil May Cry 5, yeah. (laughs) I've 100% in every Devil May Cry game that's ever come out, even Devil May Cry 2, which is the worst Devil yeah, everyone game. says not to play it's that one. Not, yeah, it's not good. I tried again recently, and I was like, maybe it's not as bad. Oh no, it's 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 not. What makes it bad? Everything's just worse. I that's the best way to describe it. Gun guns are stronger than like anything else. The attacks are worse. Ooh. The camera is worse. The enemies are worse. The stories are worse. Don, do you know it's how about- Dante's kind of like fun loving? He's like the cool uncle yeah. a little bit in five. Think of him more like the brooding uncle of two, in two. He's just he's like. That oh, very different, like, um, tone then. Yeah, it's, yeah. It, it doesn't mm-hmm. work. It doesn't work. Mm-hmm. But if you want to play another oh, one, play three or four. Three or four always top. Yeah, I think you play four. Four is good. Although I did like the side character from two. She was okay. Oh, yeah. Lu- Lu- Lucia's, Lucia's fine. Lucia. Yeah, she's, Lucia, she's yeah. okay. Mm-hmm. She's better than Dante is in all reality. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, um, I, I don't know. I just, I jumped into five, um, blind just because I wanted to, f- like, kind of figure out how the gameplay for FF16 might potentially be. Um, and I enjoyed it so much. I was like, wow, I think I'm going to play four now. <laughs> that has my stamp of approval. I will try, I'll try to wake up early and tune into that because I only ever caught teeny oh, bits of you. Devil May Cry 5. I was like, I have to watch. 
I have to. Oh, yeah. No, and then after I finished five the other day, someone linked, like, um, some crazy, like, super SSS combo shit, and I was just watching. I'm like, I think I played a different game. (laughs) Because, like, that was not, that was possible. Yeah. yeah, it was insane. Yeah, that's when they were reminded that Capcom made it, and so you know, there's there's a lot of crazy stuff in there. But I, that's, yeah, that has so to have given you new perspective on 16, because obviously, you know, yeah. 16 we've known was going to have much more you know action based combat. Everyone's saying right. it's Devil May Fantasy or Final May Cry or whatever the heck, or Cl- Clive <laughs> May Cry or whatever the hell they want to call it. <laughs> Um, has that, how has it changed your perspective on, I guess, 16, which is, you know, at this point, you know, two and a half months away. Oh my God. Yeah. So soon. Um, well, before I play Devil May Cry, every time I watch the gameplay, I'm like, like, what's happening there? And I'm like, oh, the UI is gone. Holy shit. Um, and then like, cause you know, I'm used to like the UI being full of, you know, like HP and there's like, you know, commands, whatever, whatever. Um, like, you know, FF, uh, even FF7 remake, there's always like the HP bar there and, um, you see like stuff on the, on the main screen. Um, uh, but I was like so confused as to how FF16 works. Um, like what exactly the gameplay would be like. I was thinking it's probably going to be like Kingdom Hearts. Um, so that was like my idea at first. And then after playing Devil May Cry 5, I was like, I rewatched like a, like a couple of the FF16 trailers and I'm like, Oh, I get it now. Like I understand what's happening here. Like they're, they're he's playing it in this or whoever's, you know, controlling Clive is doing it in this way. And that's like a similar move to Nero and like, Oh, that's a, move to Dante and the switching of the icons is like Dante's like you know um like uh switching of the royal guard or whatever um with the control pad and I was like oh this makes so much sense now um and a lot of Devil May Cry 5 had places where there's absolutely nothing on the screen except for what you see as you know the character and the environment nothing in the UI which is like so interesting to me um I've, I haven't really played any games that's similar like that so uh then afterwards um yeah look Looking back on the other uh, FF content that was uh, released in March, I'm like, okay, this makes sense now. Um, but I think FF16's icon versus icon battle will be very different. I don't think there was anything like that in the Devil May Cry 5, so it'll be interesting to see. I agree. I look forward to it. Is there, um, is there any Final Fantasy game you're, that you have played that you're not a huge fan of? I know there's. Oh, uh, not a huge fan of. Oh yeah, uh, like I'm not okay. I'm not like not a huge fan of this, and, and if I say this, everyone's gonna explode in chat. And it's like, oh yeah, but uh, like so, I don't. It's not like I don't like it. I like it. It's a good. It's a good game. But I'm not like in my in my tier of Final Fantasies. I would say that I'm not a huge fan of FF10. Um, like I I played it once only. Like it, I, I thought it was a beautiful story. I cried a lot at the end, but I never really like resonated. Like I never really like think like, oh yeah, FF10 is the best. Like I'm, I'm kind of like, eh. <laughs> it's not my top three, that's for sure. Um, it's controversial. I know, I know, but <laughs> I don't think it's that. So I just played through ten, and I'm playing through ten two now. And there's right, a lot right, of right, people right. I find who are who don't resonate some with because of oh, the really? voice acting the early ps2 era yeah. voice acting yeah yeah <laughs> i mean chat's upset was, 
<laughs> I know, I know. It's like and people are gonna throw a hissy fit. Um, but like when I was watching the Kabuki show, for example, um, and I was with my friend Sophie, and she's like number one FF fan or FF ten fan of all time. She's like obsessed. And so I was watching it. And I'm like, oh wow, I don't remember a lot of this story. And she's like, how do you not remember this? And I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, and then she was like, oh, like, if you didn't play it more than, like, you know, one time, then I guess, like, you know, you might have forgotten the story. And Because, like, there's a lot of the parts uh, with, like, the Guado. Are they called the Guado? Yep. Um, yeah. yeah, that, yeah, that I was like, I don't remember this at all. Uh, I don't even know who the Guado are. <laughs> um, so yeah, I think I need to like replay the game, uh, in order to appreciate it again. Um, but from just like memory, I didn't think it was that like, of a didn't leave that big of an impact for me personally. It was a beautiful game, and I definitely felt really, really uh, emotional towards the end. It was so beautiful. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I, I actually, I would even prefer, like personally, I prefer FF13 over FF10. So that's kind of <laughs> I know controversial. I, know. I listen. I'm not. <laughs> His eyebrows are like sly. whoa. Slide, slide, <laughs> calm down. <laughs> I'm not even, like, I'm not even, like, I don't, like, I don't really have any emotion towards this. Like, I'm, like, but the opinions going from, you know, 10 to 13, completely polar opposites, in my opinion. Yep, yeah, and yeah, just exactly. to, just to hear that you might not really like 10, but you love 13. I mean, I've yeah, heard that some yeah. people, like, love 13. It's their favorite. And I'm like, hmm, that's interesting. I have no dog in the fight. I'm not saying anything, but I'm like, hmm. I've always mm. felt 13 gets a little too much flack, you know. It's a, I, mm. no, listen, I'm, I'm in this, I'm, I'm, it's not a favorite. It's like middle of the road for me. It's, it's mm. like, you know, I don't love it. I don't hate it. But like party mm. leader dying always kills me. Even in persona games, I can't stand that. So from mm. a functional standpoint. And then, but I, for me, it's like everyone's like, hey, it's this little kid whining about his, that is spoilers, mom. by the way, his mom. Yeah. And I'm just like, <laughs> yeah, you, yeah, I'm sure you would handle it so much better. They're like, that doesn't mean I want to hear about it. And I'm just like, well, too bad. She's dead. And you're going to hear about it. Okay? It's an important thing. Oh, no. Uh, Yeah. I don't know. FF13. So, for me, like... I, I do enjoy playing games when I can, like, recall what I did in real life during that time. Um, so, like, uh, for FF10, it was kind of, I don't know, like, I was too young to really, like, actually appreciate it. But FF13, um, I played it all, like, throughout college. Uh, FF13, FF13-2, FF13-3, um, and into... Uh, like adulthood professional career. So that's why like every time I like think about FM13, it's like, oh yeah, that was like a great time in college. Like, cause I would, I would actually, um, I, I lived in the dorm for all four years, uh, in my college and, uh, the, my senior year, I had a dorm where there was like private, um, living rooms where they had a huge TV. So I would always bring my PS3 into that living room and like lock the door because it's like a private study living room kind of thing. And there's like multiple ones. So like people would always pass by and be like, Oh my gosh, she's playing FF13 again. Um, so I, it was like fond memories. Um, so that's why I really like FF13. 
Sounds like a Dexter's Laboratory situation where you're just like, I gotta see. Your dorms had TVs? Like, we had to bring our own. What the hell? Oh, yeah. Like, it was a new dorm. And so I I was able to move into the new dorm because I was a senior. Um, And then they, uh, yeah, they had, like, TVs. Um, Actually, I might have been a junior. I forgot. But um, I did play FF13, like, a lot during uh, college. So um, it was, like, just, yeah, like, like, fond memories of it. So that's why I like it a lot. I just remember 13 getting, like, 13 being okay, 13 mm. 2 getting weirder, and then by the end of 13 3, I, like, I remember just looking at my friend, like, not even looking at my friend, my friend looking at me like, Sly, you okay? I'm like, what just happened? Oh, that, yeah. It's pretty accurate yeah, for yeah. lightning returns, yeah. Yeah, lightning returns is very strange, but, like, um, yeah, what was the girl's name? Lum, lum, lum. You, you mean fake, fake, like, fake Sarah? Yeah, fake Sarah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, Lucrece? Not Lucretia, that's F7. I forgot her name. Um, but, uh, yeah, the, the story is kind of like, eh, when it gets, like, FFX, uh, 32, 33, they're not the, the best. But it came full circle at the end, and I was just like, damn, this was a good series. Uh, so yeah. <laughs> I remember thinking at the end, that's how she got the Louis Vuitton. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, that, that's that's where I made the face. That's why my friend was looking at me like, Sly, you okay? I'm like, what? What happened? Yeah, it was hilarious. Yeah, so that's how, yeah, so then she went to France and she, um, <laughs> actually she might have been in Italy, I don't know. Um, but she was at a vineyard and then she got her gig at Louis Vuitton. You know, it like makes a lot of sense from cocoon to high fashion. I wonder what shard Alice, Orion J, and uh, Estinian visited then to get their Puma gear. <laughs> <laughs> what shard is that? What shard? What shard? What the shard is one. Earth? The same one. There's going to be a lightning, uh, yeah, FF13 collaboration in uh, 7.0. Another one? We had a lightning. We actually, we had had one. A oh, long, long time ago, yeah. It. Oh, what was it? Uh, yeah, it was, it was the 13 lightning, but it was four lightning returns and it was just, we followed her around and she was just lost on, in Eorzea. Oh my God. That's so yeah. cool. I need to watch gameplay of that. <laughs> yeah. I always feel like Final Fantasy kind of inter- intertwines with fashion a lot. I remember like 15, um, the 15, dress. they had the, the, not even the dress. They had the suit, oh, the, the royal, hood. the, oh, yeah. they had that. And then, then the, uh, the, like Noctis's, um, suit his royal oh ring. yes 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 like the, uh i forgot the, the company's one. name yeah yeah yeah. um it was a designer japanese company i think his suit was like two thousand dollars or something like that something crazy yeah i remember it being like absurd yeah that yeah. Suit. yeah the yeah. audi for for the movie oh. yeah they had the, the, <laughs> yeah. the vivian, the vivian oh, westwood right. dress they had yeah, the Listen, yeah. that game took them 10 years to get it took seven years of uh, not a whole lot happening and three years of something happening they, they had to get to get some brand names in there. yeah yeah true mm-hmm. oh yeah the audi for kingsglaive right yeah, yeah. they definitely yeah. were driving in that yeah 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 uh, well, I mean, you know, brands, um, like I'm sure ever since Final Fantasy itself, the series and the franchise is so big, I'm sure like, you know, big brands, uh, want to collab. Um, so yeah. Louis Vuitton, you know, or, um, I think Prada also did FF13. I remember seeing like really interesting, uh, for lack of a better word, um, 
aka not really great, but like CG of like hope and like lightning or whatever, a modeling Prada. <laughs> I remember this. Oh my god. Yeah, it would like look really. It looked like someone photoshopped it really badly. Um, but you know that was a thing. <laughs> I think I remember one other one that's really weird. Uh, oh man, I, there was like a Coca Cola. Oh, Final Fantasy IX did a Coca Cola commercial. That's right. Wow. Yeah, that's just a tape trick of Coca Cola. <laughs> Are you serious? <laughs> I need to Google this. I remember, I remember this. Oh my goodness! Yeah, there's the Final Fantasy is a popular franchise. This is worth remembering. <laughs> Yeah. Sorry, I, I just saw it on Google and like, what <laughs> is happening? It's so <laughs> weird. Happening? He's like chasing a Coke bottle cap. Yep. <laughs> yeah. <It's, laughs> uh, good to know. Good to know. <laughs> and Garnet's like, wow. <laughs> as long as he doesn't yeah, have to play Chocobo Hot and Cold to find the Coca-Cola, we're good. Oh, and see, yeah, yeah, and see yeah, Audrey, yeah. you were saying you were saying ten was your least favorite, nine was yeah. favorite. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. yeah, I mean, nine is kind of different in um, like style, uh, art style, and so forth. I, I guess um, I, I personally love nine uh, because it's um, I, I'm a big high fantasy kind of uh, like yeah. fan. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I can see how some people don't like it. It's either you like love Final Fantasy nine or you don't like Final Fantasy nine. I think there's not really much in between. <laughs> It's kind of like fifteen yeah. to some capacity. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, Maybe, yeah. yeah. Where are you? At, where are you at yeah, on, on um, that gravy train? FF fifteen. I played it up until Alticia. I never finished it after Alticia. That's not good. So <laughs> that's I not know. a good sign for fifteen. <laughs> like it's because like my sister told me what happens to Noctis at that point. Oh. She's like, did you know? And I was like, uh, I mean, I don't mind spoilers. I'm okay. I, I actually sometimes seek them, but like, I was like. Oh, so then that sucks. Then what's the point of playing? Because, like, you know. And then she was like, oh, it's it's like, it's good, though. And I'm like, but then you also don't get the open world anymore. And she's like, yeah, but um, you should just try it. And I was like, but what's the point? If, like, I know, you know. So so that's why I stopped playing after Altisha. Fair. Fair, fair, fair. Yeah. How about you? Did yeah. you guys like enjoy having fifteen? Enjoys a word. <laughs> I think I it's like. I think I like it more than a lot of other people do. Oh, okay, okay. I'm, I'm like I'm not. There are certain disappointing parts of fifteen, but I wasn't mm. totally disappointed. I like I was content with what fifteen mm. was like at, at release. You know, I was content with. Royal Edition really is where I form my opinion because boy was that a different game. It was I didn't yeah. even play the game as not this ninety percent of the time. I play as Gladio because they give me the option. So oh, yeah. you can switch between the characters. Yeah, you can switch. Yeah, they, that's oh. not even part of Royal necessarily. Like they just made that update before that came out, but that was one of the changes they made. Yeah, they added like a, oh, like another like hour of story at the end as well too, with a bunch of bosses and some stuff in there. So, oh. Yeah. But yeah, no, yeah. I've only played the base, so mm. yeah. The base game, yeah. I was just like, that was okay. I had fun, made some videos. I'm gonna move on now. Mm. Live service. That was so weird. So weird. Mm. 
I remember oh. you did an event at Twitch. Oh Twitch yeah, where they made my character and yeah. comrades. They yeah. made they made me and comrades with the character creator. That was oh, weird. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, I. Yeah. I Wait, was, isn't there a uh, a new game on the mobile that came out? For oh no, 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 it doesn't exist. No, we don't. We're gonna pretend that doesn't. That's not real. That's it doesn't exist. That's another one of those like you know those mobile games where you like build towns and stuff, and it's like yeah, that's all it is. It's. Oh no, I think I think this one is one where it's 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 almost like those zombie games that you get ads for all the time where yeah, they like yeah. dig underground. It's, yeah, no. That's mm. that's no. I, I hate to say it, but that's 15's biggest cash money. The uh mobile game, that new Empires game that came out like I don't know, like six years. I mean the one where it's like a sexy girl and it's like we're under attack, that means <laughs> Yes. <laughs> Yes, that's exactly what I mean. Oh God. Uh, that was like the, their highest. I think the first year that was out, it like did like a hundred million dollars USD or something like that. A hundred million. <laughs> it did like maybe better than the actual game. I don't think it's better. No, but I think the people who oh. play it spend a lot more money on it. Oh, okay, okay. That's insane. Wow. I, I, I remember seeing that and I, I, they hired specifically like, you know, like some kind of influencer or whatever to do a commercial, um, or, or a model. I forgot. Um, and then I was like, what is this? <laughs> Yeah, and then, but then recently, this, like, I think it's called War on Eos or something. Yes. The one where you're there digging. I, like, I, I saw, um, you know, someone post it on Twitter of, like, Luna and Noctis was digging a hole and whatever, and I'm like, oh, that's a funny mod. It's, like, one of those, like, ads where you see, like, um, you know, like, uh, you're on Twitter, you're on Instagram or whatever, you're scrolling, it's like, uh, or you're on YouTube and you see these, like, stupid ads where it's, like, um, a plumber and you have to, like, unclog a drain or whatever, and I'm like, oh, maybe they modded that. That's Why are you so bad at this game? I, I'm not going to lie. I, I have had YouTube Red and, and Twitch Turbo for so long. I haven't seen any of those ads. Oh, <laughs> It's like you get more like, Instagram yeah. than anything. I don't use. Instagram. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's like usually um, on, uh, yeah, on Instagram or on YouTube or whatever, where it's like uh, you, you can actually interact with it for like a couple seconds, and it's like unplug this drain or like dig a hole to the next th- uh, the next level. And I was just, I thought it was that, but someone just modded it as Noctis and Luna, but it was actually a real thing. And then after that, I got uh, I got a lot of ads on um, like Instagram for that as well. So I was like. Oh, okay. This is actually a thing now. <laughs> what a weird legacy for Final Fantasy. And it's 15. It's not like 7 or 7 Remake that gets them. No, it's 15. They're like, no, we're going to we're gonna milk that baby. we got to make sure yeah, that game makes its money right? back. <laughs> Maybe the IP is not as difficult to get the rights to. That's no, why. I think so. I, th- I think they care. Yeah. I also think they care a little bit more about how 7 is presented. The 15, they're like, they're, we're done. We're done. <laughs> yeah, just, as anything goes, just make us money kind of thing. God, War for Aos made over a million dollars last month. Wow. Okay. Well, then that means it's still, you know, people, there is a demand there. There's something. (laughs) Very interesting. Very interesting. Absolutely something. Yeah, oh, but man. 15 is, uh, it's, it's, I, I, I enjoyed playing it up until Atisha. I love the open world concept. Um, but yeah, I mean, I guess kind of like similar to FF16, I don't really need 
these kind of games to be open world personally. Um, and I like, uh, you know, I like FF14's like big areas that you can explore. Um, but it's still like not, you know, open world, but I think that's enough for Final Fantasy series at this moment. That's fair. That's fair. Uh, going back to Final Fantasy 14, you mentioned how mm. Heaven's Ward, you understood why everyone kept telling you gets better and better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you have a favorite expansion? Uh, uh Heaven's Ward. <laughs> Is there a particular reason it's Heaven's Ward? Is it just because No, it just- I just, it's just so good. <laughs> no, I mean, um, yeah, I, sure? I actually- <laughs> I, I really, um, enjoyed Heaven's Word because, uh, it's like my thing. It's like high fantasy. I, that's my favorite type of genre. Um, not just, uh, for video games, but in general, uh, because I was just so obsessed with Lord of the Rings when I was a kid. Um, so Heaven's Word was like all about that high fantasy, all about like, you know, dragons and everything that like, you know, comes to those high fantasy packages. So, and then elves and I'm like, Oh shit, you know? So, um, yeah, uh, Heaven's Word I thought was really, really good. It made it, uh, definitely had a lasting impression because, um, a realm of reborn was just kind of so like slow that once you get to heaven's word, it's like, Oh shit, this game is actually really good. Um, so I always remember that. And obviously like, you know, I'm obsessed with this stupid character from heaven's word. Um, and couldn't get over it. Uh, uh but then after that, Stormblood was great as well. I, I enjoyed Stormblood a lot. Um, and then Shadowbringers like was one of, I guess the the expansion that everyone was like, you got to keep on playing until Shadowbringers. You got to keep on playing, and I enjoyed Shadowbringers a lot. Um, and it was beautiful. At five point three, was devastating. It was just so good. But um, I wasn't a big fan of the isekai element. Like I didn't think it was kind of like like necessary. Uh, but then now, you know, after I played Endwalker, I like I get why they did that. Um, but it was kind of like, oh, now we're not in Eorzea. So that part kind of like threw me off a little bit. But um, yeah, Shadowbringers is probably my second favorite expansion. Uh, Heaven's Word being, um, because I just love high fantasy. I love elves. I love the characters. Um, it was emotional. It was like a breath of fresh air after Realm Reborn. And I just keep on thinking about it a lot. And I'm always like, when are we going back to Ishgard? So yeah. <laughs> now let's just say that I don't like, I never really thought of Shadowbringers as an isekai. And I'm like, now that you say that, I'm like, what was Graha Truckkun? Was he our truck coon? Like, really? Did he just, I mean, yeah, he did kind of like knock us the fuck out and yeah, he's truck coon. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he used the magic of truck coon. <laughs> 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 yeah. I mean, I, 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 I consider it as isekai, um, because it's just kind of like, you know, you whisk the way to a different area where you're not usually used to. Um, but I mean, the story was still really great. Like I loved, uh, being on the first, but when I go back to, when I play FF14 these days, I almost never go to the first unless I need to do like crafting or whatever. Um, so yeah, I usually spend my time in Eorzea. I don't know if you guys like go back to the first a lot. You do? I mean, you girl, you're going, you went back there for your splendorous tools, your crafter tools recently. I guess. Oh, oh, no. No, I didn't. Well, you no. had to accept the quest at the very least, Sly. <laughs> do you know when I like turned that quest off? Like I rejected the quests <laughs> after, like after the fact, like after I saw like how shit the tools were, I'm like, yeah, I'm not doing this. So I just removed the quest from my journal. Um, I go there for Andon. True. 
for Andy? Andon. The, uh, the new is delivery is client. The crafting The delivery. new custom delivery. Yeah. yeah. Oh, in um yeah, in, in Il Meg? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, uh, okay, okay. Got it, got it. Yep. Yeah, that's right. I forgot. Sly's very anti splendorous tools. I don't even know what that is. It's the crafter relic. It, crafter relic. Yeah. Oh, that, the relic. Useless. Oh, okay, okay. That's useless. That are, it's a glamour, just right? Useless. It's just glamour. Yeah. Right, right, right. At this point, yeah. Sly when yeah, it's the I best. Yeah, I want to get the new. Go ahead, sorry. I was gonna say Sly when it's the best. You're gonna wish you. You're gonna wish you kept up on it. It's not gonna. It's not gonna be the best. It's just gonna be glamour. <laughs> Oh yeah, I mean, I, I saw that there's a new, um, uh, what is it, um, Crystal Tower, the, the Eureka Orthos or something yeah. themed uh, crafting mm-hmm. tools, and I was like, that looks really cool. I want to get that, but it seems like it's impossible. Nah, Eureka Orthos isn't bad at all. Really? Yeah, oh. You could because you can do all the, you can do most of the easy floors for at least the basic stuff. So like, you could if you're not like yeah. into the like super high like insta kill floors, you can at least. Just kind of coast with the early stuff. Sly's oh, laughing because he right, just finished right. it the other day. He's like, yeah, I really oh, yeah. those higher floors. How long did it take you? It, it took us a while because we, we, we didn't really like hit it hard, hard when it first came out. It was like we would do it like maybe twice a week mm. um, as our group. And, uh, yeah, it, like how many times did we get knocked down? At least like three or four. Wow. Five. Um, before we had to climb up from like 21 again. Yeah. Oh, like shit. those, yeah, those higher floors. What do you think about the higher floors? The 90? Very 90 easy. Through 100? Very easy. Very fucking easy. I'm like, I'm waiting for shit to like really randomly kill us and then shit can, but it just, you just, it just doesn't get the chance. Like solo? Oh. Sure, probably. But yeah, once we get to Excalibur, I'm like, wow, this is actually pretty, hmm. Okay. So, do you need to get to the level 100 to get the relic um, for the crafting stuff, or you just have to grind for the, to the drops? The crafting stuff is completely separate. Like, you don't have, oh. you don't have I think she just means the weapon in general. Oh, for the weapon. Oh, yeah. You just mean the, little, the little glowy weapon that's in there. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. So, so, I think you, to get the upgraded one, you do. And the upgraded one is the diable one. Because um, mm. I, I didn't realize that but yeah I, I i think i think you do need to get up to the higher floors in order to get those but you could just get the base ones from the low floors i yeah. see i see but like yeah i only went to the, the floor 30 and even at like 20 to 30 it was kind of like there's some bosses that if you don't have your armor at a certain level um you just get one hit like ko <laughs> um and i was like oh that's a little difficult <laughs> it's not too bad once your your armor and your arm is up a decent bit. Uh, there's also uh, an um, interesting little follow-up to a story. So when, when you were playing through the main story, how much did you branch off to some of the side story stuff? You know, like the weapon series, the four lords, the void arc stuff. Mm-hmm. I did all the raids. Um, I have done every single side content raid thingy, um, except for Eureka. Uh, and I'm working through Bosia. Uh, but I've done all of the major ones. I think I have unlocked every dungeon except for like whatever is left for Hildebrand. Um, and I, I don't actually like play Savage um, because I don't have like a static or anything. But um, I have played some uh, with Rin, uh, Rin Kadigani. He helped me out with uh, a P1S, P2S, 
and I think P. We were, we were doing P4S, but we didn't finish. We didn't get to the second round. Um, but yeah, Savages are quite fun, but I was like, wow, this is a lot of time commitment. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, yeah, and I have done, uh, I have, I have unlocked, uh, a lot of jobs. I have a lot of jobs at 90, um, one of each type of job at least. Um, and I have unlocked all healers, um, and all tanks because I mainly tank, uh, but nowadays, like, I, uh, I like healing as well, so I either do tank or healing. I don't do much DPS at all. Um, so I've unlocked all of those job quests and I've done those job quests, which I, I like, I like doing the, the lore parts of the game to just l- learn more about the characters, learn more about the world. Um, so that's why I just pick up all these different, uh, jobs to like, cause I know, like, uh, if I, if I, I did like a Google, Google search, like, oh, which has the best, uh, storylines? So I just kind of like did pick up jobs based on the storylines. Um, and uh, yeah, I've been recently been doing a lot of crafting because I wanted to do the Lopritz storyline. So I got my, uh, carpenter to level 80 and then I started that Lopritz quest. Um, yeah, and I, I kind of want to just do eventually like, level up every single job to 90 um crafting and gathering and regular uh you know job roles as well ambitious <laughs> that's my i want to be an omni crafter i just want to make money in this game yeah. so I'm like, how do you make money <laughs> funnily enough i make a lot of my money in the original eureka the one you said you haven't done yet Oh, yeah, I haven't done Eureka yet. That's the only one I have not done. That's the side content, um, raids and dun- dungeons, right? Yeah. Yeah. I was just wondering if you had done the, so there's a quest that's now not in the game anymore, um, that mm. was because of Eureka Orthos release. Um, the main character, mm. uh, Co Rabenta. Co Rabenta? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was just, wa- I was wondering if you had done the original quest, the Archmage's quest. I did, okay, yeah, because yeah. uh, I, yeah. I was doing the relic weapon for Heaven's Word. I was trying to get the Dark Knight. Um, I, I forgot the name of it. It's like Nox, mm, Neil, something. I, I'm like in the middle of it, so I was stupid. I didn't know you could just buy the goddamn uh, crystal shit. And then I I was actually playing um, the Crystal Tower, running it like over and over for a whole week, trying to like ga- gather whatever I needed. And then my sister was like, why do you do that? You just buy it. And I'm like, what do you mean you just buy it? I spent a whole week doing this. Because <laughs> like, you know, you have to do all three to get a special Allegan, um, I don't know, like Allegan rubber or something like that. And they use, you um, give that to the person to upgrade your weapon or whatever. And I didn't know you could just buy it, so I was doing that, um, but at least I like met that the girl Ko Ratun or Ko whatever her name is, um, and I, I I remember I was like, oh that's I spent a shit ton of time doing the stupid ass Christmas tower raids, <laughs> yeah, um, so that was like a, a surprise to see her back. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I just because there's a lot of people who now will not understand the backstory with that character because the original quest is gone because of yeah, the Archmage's thing. Oh, I see. So what did they re- replace with? Well, she's the quest giver for Orthos. So that's that's just what she has. She doesn't have the, the weekly quest for the Archmage's thing anymore. Oh, at, like at all? No, it's just gone. No. 
Oh, interesting. Yeah, because like before um, Orthos happened, she was always standing next to um, the Gunbreaker, uh, Sophie, and the the Frothgar. Um, like you know, near the Etherite, she's always standing there for me um, with her like you know pipe, just like giving attitude. Um, and I never, uh, I don't think I, I don't know if I finished her quest, but I did do that Archmage. No, I, I did finish the quest. Yeah, and I just kept on doing the Archmage's thing over and over. Um, but I didn't know that like they actually took her away. That's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, there is story. If you ever do get to it, Eureka Orthos does have a finale story that involves her after the hundredth floor, but you do need the hundredth floor in order to finish that. So, yep. Yeah. So I'm so glad I did. It's not that bad. If you had three people who have done it before, you wouldn't be at any Uh risk of of failing. Oh, okay. Okay. How many hours did you guys take? You could do it in three or there. four if you're doing if if, if oh. you're doing it with three experienced people, you can knock it out in three mm. to four hours. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. Not too bad then. Yeah. So yeah. just I, since you okay. said you want to get all those story bits, I figured I'd Yeah, I love the story <laughs> bits. Yeah, I do I do want to get the story part for for her if it concludes her like her lore, because um, when uh, when I finished level thirty, I recently finished it, and then she was talking about how she was the. Uh, uh, sorry, this is spoilers, but um, you know, Uni and Doga were her disciples. I was like, whoa, that's insane. <laughs> um, so yeah, I, I'm like really into that lore stuff. <laughs> yeah, right, good, 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 good. All right, uh, so we've covered a lot of the aspects. We've got to talk a lot about your business, your translation work and final fantasy. Um, at this point I've exhausted everything that I at least wanted to talk about, but of course, um, Sly, I don't know if there was something that you wanted to bring up or if we wanted to go freestyle or start wrapping up the show, what's going on here. I think I pretty much covered everything. Like she talked about living in Japan as a, as a business owner, uh, business side of, then of course anime we got the geek out about anime and <laughs> yeah. uh, of course uh, Final Fantasy. So yeah, I think uh I think we covered all the bases, I believe. Yeah, I guess if uh, anyone has questions in the chat, like uh you can uh ask away. <laughs> yeah, there you go. We can have we can have some chat questions. Yeah. We, we normally don't involve them too much except when they're making <laughs> <Okay>. jokes. <laughs> Yeah, chat gets a little oh. rowdy at times, so we're scared of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's yeah. scared. Yeah, I see. I see. Re- re- reasonably so, but they have been. I've, I've noticed. I've kind of leaned into a few topics that chat has been asking about. Saw a few fifteens in there. I saw a few things. Yeah, rowdy. What are you disagree? You're mad already. See how rowdy you are. <laughs> they know. They know how rowdy they can get. Yeah. So, um, yeah, Chad, if you have any questions you'd like to ask in regards to, well, any of the topics that we've been, oh, here we go. Would she like Final Fantasy 16 gameplay to be simpler or is she motivated, motivated? Good one. Uh, the finger numbing challenge that DMC5 gave her. Oh, so you, you had, you had issues with, uh, issues. <laughs> I like, um, so I was going to finish DMC5, uh, like last week, but my hands actually hurt a lot after playing it for like a whole week. Um, so I had to take a break because my, like, fingers were actually, like, kind of, um, like cramping up. Like, I would, I wouldn't even just, I wouldn't even be playing anything, but I'm like, like, for example, sitting at my desk, I'm like, whoa, my fingers are hurting right now. I was like, what did I do the other day? I was like, I didn't work out. Like, I didn't do anything finger intensive. And I was like, wait, no, 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 I did. I played Devil May Cry 5. 
<laughs> um, but I, I don't mind, uh, FF16 being complicated. I mean, they already kind of numbed it down. Um, so I, uh, I, I think I'm prepared now to play it. Um, but I, I'd rather it be a bit more challenging than just like, you know, Kingdom Hearts where you just put, push the X button, you know? Damn. Kingdom Hearts fans feel <laughs> like she doesn't play on critical wow. mad. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't. No, I don't play you. <laughs> but, but it's very, it's very different. Even, even though you can use different buttons for magic and, you know, the triangle button has your different keyblade forms or whatever, like, it's still really different than Devil May Cry 5. So, um, I, I kind of like the challenge that DMC5 had though. Planning on using any of the accessories in 16? Uh, I don't know. I mean, I'll try playing it without any accessories to see if I could do it. And if it gets difficult, then maybe I'll do one of the handicaps um, that they provide. Uh, but I, I want to kind of just try it, like, you know, out of the box without anything and see where it takes me. I feel like this one is not even targeted at you. It's just this Blitzball, your favorite minigame. She doesn't even like 10. What it makes you think she liked Blitzball? Why? I honestly don't even know, didn't even know that you guys, if you could, like, keep on playing Blitzball. <laughs> like, the, do you have to, can you go back, or are you stuck in a certain part because you are playing you, Blitzball? You can play it from any save point. Oh, okay, okay, gotcha, gotcha. Uh, I see, at the sphere, say, the little sphere save point thingy, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, I wanted to ask um, uh, Mike and Sly, what are your favorite expansions for FF14? I feel like for me, my answers look a lot different. A lot different because I think of them from a content perspective. On top of a story, because mm. like Heaven's Word, I played Heaven's Word on content. I love the story, mm. but Heaven's Word, as it was releasing, was an awful experience. <laughs> Oh, yeah, yeah, I can see that. Um, so it usually ends up lower. I usually end up going, like, Stormblood, Shadowbringers, and Walker for, like, one, two, three, just because Stormblood was a mm. very, a very good time to be playing Final Fantasy fourteen minus mm. one thing that they they did not do a good job with, but that was, that was, they fixed it, it's fine. What was the thing they didn't do a good job with? Eureka Pagos. <laughs> oh, the Eureka. Okay, okay. The first Eureka yeah, went okay. The second one? <laughs> nope. Oh, I see, I see. Yeah. Sly? How about Sly? Um, for me, probably Shadowbringers overall. I, that, mm, yeah. that was just, uh, I feel like that was the point when, you know, you know, content, like content wise, I feel like that was the highest point. Uh, in terms mm. of everything, um, plus it has my favorite um, favorite trial series, of course. Oh, um, the whirlwind weapon, the weapons. Oh, yeah, yeah, so good. Yeah, he's a big yeah, mecha fan, so, so you can imagine. Oh, how yeah, yeah, that yeah, yeah, makes sense. Real, makes sense. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, no, that was especially when they let you uh, when they let you gynax they let you gynax pose oh, yeah. with the weapon. Yeah, <sighs> yeah, yeah. Hey, Sly, remember when I said I think we're going to get a giant mecha fight in this patch and you said they would never do that? Like, that's not going to happen. And then it happened. Sly, do you remember that? Yeah? Yes, I do. Yeah, good? Yes. Yeah, I'm glad. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. You're welcome, by the way. 
Yeah, that that weapon part was so cool. I was like, oh, it's the weapons from FF7. And then the story with Guy, uh, spoilers, but Guy is, um, yeah, it was, uh, just so good. Yeah, I, I think that's one of the best. And the, the, the music for the emerald weapon, the black wolf strikes again. I think that's the, that's the name. So good. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Peach wants to say, when you're playing, when are you playing Final Fantasy X again? Oh my god. Is that Sophie in chat? God damn it. She's been here the whole time. Oh yeah, god, she's been in chat the entire time. She's probably like hearing me talk shit about FFT. She's like, I am going to speak with her after this. She said you're on she said you're unfriended. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Um I, I should play FF ten again, shouldn't I? Um the remaster. Remaster, yeah. not remake. Remaster. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, was oh, yeah. I, I, re- I was reminded other than Blitzball why I like it. So I felt I felt good with the replay. Uh, so what made you want to play it again, um, Mike? I'm playing all of them up to 16. Wow. Yeah. You got like two months before. Uh, I mean, you got a, I mean, FF13. You're going to play FF13, FF13, 2, FF13, 3. And uh, I'll see about that. Uh, I was originally supposed to start this last July, and I did. But then Square said, we're going to release a game every week for like four months straight. So yeah. <laughs> I don't know what they were smoking when they made that release schedule last fall. And then it's continued with like Harvest Stella, Valkyrie Elysium, Dio Field, yeah, yeah. Tactics Ogre. Mm-hmm. I was like, stop. Stop. Put some <laughs> space between it. Yeah, last year was the year of Square wants to take everybody's money. Oof, yeah, I mean, I think maybe they wanted, maybe they perhaps wanted to, um, you know, get that out because if this year they're going to have big hard hitters and they don't want to overpower, overshine the smaller ones, right? Yeah. I think it was because all the development on all those got delayed in COVID and they're like, it's done, ship it. We got it. Oh, that's also got, possible yeah, too. Yeah, gotta get yeah. it out. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but I, I was reminded why I do like <clears throat> 10. So it's, it'd be interesting mm. if you did replay it. Cause like, I always like meme on it. Like it gets, it gets memed on like a lot. There's just a lot of things in there that are right. certainly things. But, uh, yeah, no, I would, I'd recommend 10 2 on the other hand, you can, um, you can just watch the opening scene and then I guess stop after that. So. <laughs> 10 2, I remember, um, I, uh, I played it, yeah, right when it was released, um, and, uh, I was using a, a strategy guidebook, you know, like those big paper guidebooks, and then, um, like, I was following it to a T, and then my sister, uh, one day accidentally deleted my save file. I feel like your sister like, gets in the way of your hobby a lot. I feel like she, she's like, got you to stop playing games, she's, she's, <laughs> Yeah, so she was like, I don't know, maybe nine or eight or something. She accidentally deleted the, the save file. I don't know how she did it. I think she overwrote her game onto mine, and I was so pissed. And so, like, I was just, like, furious, and I it just kind of made me, like, like oh, fuck FFX2. Uh, but then after that, I was like, you know, I should still play it. So I redid it, and it was fun. Um, I did not 100% it, but at least I got, uh, you know, the good ending. Um <laughs> Because I know some people who forgot to whistle at the end, and I'm just like, yo, that's uh, that's pretty bad. <laughs> can't do it. I can't do that. I can't do. It. I don't know how people. I don't know how people do it. I'll just pretend. Just... There. That's that's the equivalent. 
Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, like, you know, wait, you played FFX too, right? Playing it right now. <laughs> oh, it. right. And I forgot I how many then. bad mini games are in that game. I was like, yeah. We, just, just make sure you whistle at the end. I, I have a ninety nine point nine percent save on the PS two somewhere, and I good, re- good, good, good. I refuse to try to fix it, even though I know how to fix it. It's just like I, I was like, I'm not playing. I'm not playing that whole game again for one cutscene. Why? Not, Why is it. um? What are you missing? So there's, I don't know what I was actually missing, but what you mm-hmm. can do is if you have a few percent left, you can play through again and you have a choice of joining two factions. And if you join the opposite faction on the second playthrough, that's like an extra few percent that makes up oh. for whatever you missed. So, oh. yeah. Damn. But you have to replay the whole game. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> That's why I didn't do it. <laughs> I see. Yeah. Uh, it's got well. 11, 12, 13. I don't know if I'll play A Realm Reborn again, but we'll see. That's, yeah, that's pretty long, isn't it? It's not that bad now. It's like 46 hours for A Realm Reborn in that range. If you, uh, if you walk everywhere and watch every cutscene on auto without advancing faster. Mm, yeah. I see. Tactics. Also, oh. I don't know if you're a, a tactics fan at all. I played Crystal Chronicles. Is that a tactics? That's not a tactics game. What's well, Crystal Chronicles? No, I played. I, I definitely played one tactics game. Uh, what is it called? Not called. Huh? Tactics. What was the what was the do, name do, on do the, you game mean Boy the recent Advanced? one? The Tactics Ogre one. Tactics no. Ogre. Okay, no, I played on the Game Boy Advance. Oh, Revenant Wings. Did you play Revenant Wings? Uh, or Final Fantasy Tactics Revenant? Advance? I think it was Final Fantasy Tactics Advance. Okay. Um, the, oh, yeah, the, the main guy uh, is named Marsh, I think. Or is that... Am I talking about Crystal Chronicles? I might be talking about Crystal Chronicles. I might be talking about Crystal Chronicles. The main but character it was definitely t- a strategy game, though. Hmm. Marsh? Yeah, Marsh. Because yeah, I'm, th- I mean, I- I'm, okay, because I'm thinking Ramza, you know, Ram, whenever I think. Oh, no, no. Is it? Yeah, I- so I Marsh is played- in Tactics Advance. Yeah, he's there. Oh, yeah. okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah, then I played, I played Tactics Advance. I also played Crystal Chronicles, but that's completely, I I think, different. But I played, uh, yeah, because Marsh, um, he and his sister, right, or something. Something about him and his sister. I, I did think yeah. Marth. When, when she said Marsh, I was like, Marth? <laughs> that's fire up. Oh, <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no, no. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. No. Not not Fire Emblem. Yeah. A, a Marsh. A Mar- maybe Mar- his name is March. I don't know. Um. But I remember. I remember playing that one. Um. Fire Emblem is kind of similar, though, right? Yeah. There's yeah. There's some, there's some <laughs> tactics related ones. Yeah. Yeah. I never played Tactics Advance. I only played the PS1 version. So oh, okay, I, I, I was gotcha. unaware of 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 Marsh. <laughs> Marth is my favorite oh. Yeah, Ramza, um, I, I only know him from the FF14 raid for Ivalis. <laughs> yeah, he's kind of a dick for a while. <laughs> yeah. He's kind of an asshole. It's like, hey, can you relax, dude? Is he like that in the actual game tactics? I wouldn't say he is, but he's, he's got, he goes through quite a few things in tactics. <laughs> Oh, uh, okay, okay. He's he's pretty he's pretty on the straight and narrow, I'd say. Yeah, his yeah, De, De, Delita is definitely more of an asshole than Gramza is. So, mm-hmm. um, we got any other questions? By the way, we're coming up towards the two hour mark. So, if there's anything else we'd uh, 
like to get that in there. I got one, maybe one more somewhere in the chat. Yeah. Favorite trial or raid in 14? Oh, okay. Um, uh, Ivalis, Ivalis. Yeah, like the mechanics, so fun. Um, and Fran joins you, um, you know, like in one of them, uh, and, I, yeah, I, I love the, I think it was the Robin Astor one, right, that she's there. It's so good. Uh, I think Ivalis is probably my favorite, um, but I also really love the near raids, just because I, I played near Automata and near Art Replicant. Um, <laughs> Sly, like, oh, no, oh, oh. Sly looked at me is what he did. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> yeah, we, we have, we have opinions about the near raid. Um, I mean, uh, like, story-wise? Nothing to do with um, Shadowbringers, in my opinion. I mean, yeah, it's just kind of randomly dropped in there. But I did love it as a near automated fan. See, I I know it. I know all the like story and lore. Like I, because I played the original Dragon. I I grew up mm-hmm. being the kid who got to watch the giant man eating babies. That was a really weird experience oh, okay. as a kid. I, I yeah yeah. I never forgot those babies. And I've, I've kept up with all the near lore since, even though I haven't really been playing the games. And for me, it was just like, okay, I see what's happening here, but I don't know if I like it. <laughs> I wasn't a, yeah, I wasn't a big fan. I definitely, uh, am, mm. am on the not a big near. Not a big fan. I mean, um, yeah, like I only like it because I, I, I like the near elements and there's more story for 9S and 2B. But I didn't really care for the two, uh, Lalafels. What were their, um, uh, the, the, the twins. Uh, they were kind of, the yeah. storyline for them was kind of whatevs. But like uh, the, the actual try, uh, sorry, raid itself was awesome. Um, for trials, I think, uh, what is my favorite trial? Uh, like, do they mean like, um, like against like you know the primals and stuff like that? Like, yeah, any of those standalone trial? instances, of you know, like you know, Warrior of Light or Sukuyomi Shinryu, you know, any of those. Oh, okay, okay. Um, hmm, there's just so many good ones. Uh, the one against Heidelin was really great. Um, when you did the trial with all the Scions, um. Uh, Hades was freaking fantastic at the end of Shadowbringers. Um, that one was so badass. Um, and what else? Uh, the, I guess Emerald Weapon is another one. I just love the music that plays on the second part, um, of the, of the battle. Uh, there's just so many good ones. It's hard to choose. <laughs> but I guess if I, uh, for recent, more recent trial that I really enjoyed was the Hydaelyn one, just because you can play with the Scions. Yeah, I wonder when they'll do that for the other... Because after they're done with the dungeons for duty support, I'd have to assume the trials are at mm, some point yeah. coming next. Yeah, yeah, I think Yoshi P mentioned that they wanted to use the Heidelin battle as a kind of like a test to see um, if it is possible to have eight uh, NPCs with you um, or seven NPCs with you to do trials uh, because eventually they want... I guess they want to go that direction where you don't need to, you know play duty finder with anyone you can solo it throughout all the trials and the uh um uh dungeons oh actually you know what a, a trial that i think is probably my favorite just because i'm a heavensward freak is uh knights of the realm uh thordon so good i think that's actually my favorite one because i did not expect it to be knights of the realm from ff7 the summon it blew my mind 
it was, yeah, it was so good. <laughs> Sly, once again, I see you smiling as she brings up Thornton. <laughs> Mike has PTSD yeah, from, I, I from love Dragon Ball. Yeah, I love the Thor yeah. story. I, I love I love that. So I actually funny thing, I skipped story for the release of Heaven's Ward and then went back and replayed it because I like I just mm. wanted to rush through to get everything unlocked. Mm. Um so I got there and I was like, oh. And then Ultimate End happened, I was like all of them come in like two at a time at the knockbacks. I'm just like, oh, this is Final Fantasy VII. <laughs> so I had a similar reaction to you, but yeah, now I. It's different after Ultimate. It's, a little, it's different. Mm. Stop! Stop! <laughs> like stop! Stop! Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Heaven's Word. I just, I just love everything about it. I just. I keep on talking about it. I keep on um, like wondering, like, oh, when are we going back? When are we going back? And we never go back. And Emmerich is always stuck in his office, so you know it kind of sucks. <laughs> but weird how you brought I, that I just, particular yeah. detail up about his work schedule. Because <laughs> you relate. I can tell. Like, I like Emmerich a lot because I, I relate to him a lot. Because I'm like, you know, I, wanna, I really want to do stuff. I'm like, oh, I need to like work though, because I need to like think about work. And work is like the, you know, everything you need to do is like, you know, something to do with work. So I get it. I get it. <laughs> That's why it's uh, yeah, I kind of like gravitate to those kind of characters. And that's why do you I have your own personal for- Lucia. Oh my god. Sorry. Do you have your own personal Lucia? I do, yeah. Actually, like, so my fiance, he works for, um, he works for me. And actually, he is more like the, like, uh, workaholic. He's actually, if you think I'm a workaholic, he's like me times a hundred. So I'm just like, all right, well, I mean, you just, you know, do this, do that, do that. <laughs> Delegate. Um, so yeah, I, uh, like, I guess it's like, yeah, um, we, we we work together, but it's more like uh, he does his thing, I do my thing, and we we all uh, oversee different departments of the company. So, um, yeah, it is uh, it's a lot of work, but I, I like it. <laughs> and that's why when he makes time for that one dinner, it's extra special. Exactly. Oh my God. Yes. Like even even. Okay. So like um for like my personal life, like when uh, Makoto, his name is Makoto. When he actually makes time to have dinner, I'm like, whoa. We're getting dinner today? Like, we're actually going out to get dinner today? Like, in a, like, a date? Why? Like, as a date? Instead of, you know, like, oh, we're just gonna get, like, quick dinner and then go back to the office thing. So, yeah. I get it. I totally get it. It all makes sense. We've, we've, it's all come full circle now. Now we can, exactly. Now we can, now we can bury the Americ part of, 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 of your story. We can just let it exist as it is. It will, it will always, yeah, I mean, I'm always going to be, uh, like, yeah, wondering when he'll be back. Um, cause I, you know, we, we have a lot with Graha, which I love as well. Um, and, uh, yeah, like there was, and Walker was a lot of it with, uh, you know, Emmett and Hades and whatnot. Um, so I was like, oh, they should bring back, you know, previous characters, um, for MSQ, but I guess, I don't know. It's a, I don't know where we will go in 7.0. I'm assuming Maricidia. Um, but I don't know how that could tie to Emmerich or Ishgard. I mean, besides the dragons. <laughs> there you go. Took the words out of my mouth. 
Dragons. Dragons. Yeah. Do you think, do you think, um, Maristidia is going to be like, uh, kind of like a tropical location again? Or if we were to go, like, I'm kind of curious what you guys think. Maristidia is desolate, I think. It's still, it's, it's Australia. Yeah. I mean, it's all, it's Australia. It's, it's a, a lot desert. Of, yeah. Wide open. They used to have tree, like a tree people there. I mean, that's part, we learned that as part of the, the, uh, the warring triad. You know, they had, they had mm. the tree people. Oh yeah, there. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, but that's yeah, it's Australia. So, <laughs> Australia. I mean, I guess outback then the outback yeah. desert. Yeah, mm, that would be yeah. interesting. Yeah, pra- prairies and deserts, and then uh, a few a few very nice oceanside beach areas. Well, like the Gold Coast, <laughs> coral coral reefs. <laughs> Coral reefs, yeah, yeah, yeah. Makes sense. Uh, that would be cool. Yeah, I'm excited to see what 7.0 is going to, where they'll bring us to. And that, I suppose, would be our, our last question. I'll hijack it from the chat since we're a little over time. Fan fests. Oh, sorry. Oh, yes. To- no, you don't need to. I'm more worried about using up your time than I am, than I am oh, our no. time. No, it's totally fine. Yeah, I'm, I'm free today, so. Perfect. Uh, so, <laughs> fan fest is in July. Well, the first fan fest is in July. Mm-hmm. Um, do you have any plans, not necessarily to get to the North America one, but to get to attending, I suppose, the the one over in Japan? Yeah, like, I'm trying to, I mean, I would like to go to FanFest, but, um, like, I'm guessing, like, I'm waiting on, like, some friends to sit, tell me if they can go, or they can't go. If they can't go, I'll probably get their ticket. Um, but, like, uh, it's just, uh, FanFest in July is kind of... Uh, awkward time because I will be in uh, Anime Expo in July. Um, we have a booth at Anime Expo every year, um, so I'll be there. But then if I want to stay for Fan Fest, which is end of July, technically I have to stay in America for a whole month. Um, and I'm kind of like, eh, I don't know if I want to stay, in, you know, at home with my mom for like a whole month. So, um, I might like go back to Tokyo and then go out to Fan Fest, but I'm not sure yet. But for the Japanese one, um, I would like to go, uh, but it's 100% going to be only lottery basis, I'm sure. Uh, so, cause I mean, if, if the fan fest in America and the EU, um, in London is already going to be, had the, the lotteries and then you guys had the, um, the queue, uh, first come, first serve thing, right? Um, I think that Japan is not even going to do that first come general, general sale, first come, first serve. I think they're only going to do a lottery, so. I don't know. Um, uh, I hope I can go to one of them. <laughs> so we'll have to see. But you guys are going to the one in uh, Vegas? Oh, you're not. Oh, but you are. Sorry. I am. I am. I, I just decided when I missed the lottery, I, I had people reached out to me and said, hey, would would you like my ticket? Or like, I'm not playing. Yeah. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to take it as a sign from the universe. I'm going to stay home. <laughs> mm. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, you have to go all the way to Vegas, and uh, it's it's gonna be really, really hot. <laughs> and, um, but yeah, like I, I do, I've never been to a fan fest before, so I definitely want to experience it. Um, but uh, I'm just, yeah, not sure which one has availability. Uh, I, I would prefer to go to the one in Japan, but I feel like that one's gonna be really difficult, even more difficult than the ones abroad. Yeah, over in North America, everyone's been losing their mind. And, well, for the European ticket sales as well, everyone's been losing their mind over the lottery system. Over in Japan, that's pretty much how it, all events and, like, thing, like cafes yeah. are, cafes do the same thing as well. So 
Oh, yeah. I mean, even like if I want to buy like the latest microwave, you have to do a lottery. Like it's not I'm like you think that I'm joking, but it's actually like everything very new or like um, it's like an event or a cafe or whatever. It's always like a lottery basis in the beginning. And then after that, it becomes like maybe general sales. Um, it's very, yeah, it's very difficult. Uh, but that's just kind of like the way that's always been here in Japan. Um, so it's very, very common to see that. Yeah, I think a, a lot of people over here, maybe not so thrilled about the idea or we're not mm, yeah. so thrilled about the idea, especially after housing. Uh, that's their oh. only experience with, <laughs> do you have a house? Right. I do. I have a house in Imperium. I don't even know how I got it, to be honest. I was surprised that no one bid on it, aside from me. Some, you got that lucky? Yeah. So I was in um, Imperium Ward uh, or District or Ward 29, and I was uh, the only one who bid. And a, a lot of the people in that ward uh, only bid. There was only one bidder for like most of the small houses. So I'm not that surprised because I, when I lost the FanFest lottery, I went and bid on a house to see if I could at least win that because I don't even want a house in 14. I would have yeah. taken it. But um, I had two choices. One of them I bid on was a premium location. I had one other bidder. I lost. <laughs> what? Lost the coin toss. No, no. The one I didn't oh, no. bid on, zero bidders, was not a premium location. So, Oh, the location. Mm -hmm. I see. Yeah. How about you, Sly? You have a house in the uh, FF14. Uh, I have an FC house. I have an apartment in. Um, I have an apartment in uh, Lavender Beds, but yeah, I have an FC house. Nice. Oh, nice, nice. Yeah, I um, I accidentally bit on an FC plot like uh, before, uh, pre some couple lotteries before, and I was like, oh, okay, I can just get a refund, but they take a percentage. <laughs> And I won, and so I was like, "Shit!" Because I was I already have an FC, and they have their own house in Imperium. But I thought I could bid on it because it was available um, as a single bidder, and I didn't look at the fine print. And I was like, "Wow, I just lost several million gil." <laughs> um, yeah, Oops. it sucked. Yeah, it sucked. Uh, that was uh But then after that, I was able to get the uh, the house in Ward. Yeah, the twenty nine Ward. Uh, so or District twenty nine and. That was I was only bitter, uh, so that was really interesting. Well, I'm glad somebody <laughs> wins lotteries around here. Oh no, Mike! I'll enter the real one and win that, and then and then it'll be fine. All right, that's yeah. that's the I'm just saving it for the real lottery that, and then I'll be and then I'll be rich, and then it's, I'll buy a real house, and now <laughs> and then that'll be it. That's the plan. Easy. Right, right, right. I mean, you know, California has a lot of those, uh, what are they called? Super, super lotto, uh, Yeah, tickets. but if I win the lottery in California, I ain't buying a house in California. That shit ain't uh, yeah. Oh, yeah, it's expensive, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, housing is really expensive. I ain't doing that. I'm yeah, leaving. surprisingly, Japan is not that expensive compared to the U.S. for housing. Um, because, uh, land is expensive, but actually, like, buying a house is not too expensive. Well, hmm. if I ever buy a house in Japan, that's good news. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's much uh, more affordable, I think. I mean, yeah, like land is expensive, um, 
but if you were to like buy a land, like a piece of land, kind of far, not not far, but like not in central Tokyo, it's uh, yeah, it could be you can, and then you build your house, it could be under like eight hundred thousand. Under a million, possibly. Um, it's like really not too crazy. I know in America, like especially LA right now, it starts at like a million or something, right? That that's, does it? If that, that sounds if low. that, yeah, that sounds low. That's like what? that's a what? That's a one? That's a two bedroom? That's that? That's like that's like oh, one yeah. floor, enough room for one car in the driveway. The water doesn't yeah. work. You know. So, oh, it's that. It starts at a million, like that kind of state of house. Yeah, that's yeah. probably more. You're talking about a shack. Yeah, we're talking. We're talking about like 600 square foot, like house on land. <laughs> with, oh God! With like a chain fence. Oh yeah, no. Oh God. In that case, yeah, like if you if you have a million dollars, um, you can get a pretty good house in Japan. Uh, like you can build it by like you know you um hire the contractor and you just make your own house and it could be, yeah, like definitely under a million. Um, so that's insane. America is very very different than when I was living there. I think specifically um, California. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Los Angeles. I mean, Los Angeles used to not be as crowded as well. Like right now, the traffic there is insane. Um, I lived there, you know, ten years ago, and uh, I had to go drive every day to uh, like Hollywood area, um, and it took me about three hours back and forth, and I just was so over it. <laughs> uh, but I heard now it's even worse. So I'm just like, I can't imagine like how it could be worse because that was like really bad back then um but yeah i'm not sure about where you guys are if you guys have bad traffic but los angeles is you know kind of notorious for it's horrible traffic and uh yeah it's very different from uh tokyo (laughs) it sure is i second that (laughs) i've lived in la i've been to i've been to tokyo and it's very different oh yeah very different, yeah. Very, very. Uh, I mean, as they both have their pros and cons, but yeah, it's uh, the the driving part's a little difficult sometimes. Yeah, in Japan, the only yeah. thing that was really different was how much more expensive an Uber is because Uber is like a premium service in Japan. Yeah. Having your own private ride is like a huge privilege. Yeah, yeah. Um, right now in Japan, Uber is not as strong because, uh, the taxis made a, um, like, uh, I guess they had like a lobbyist, um, like kind of, uh, lobby for t- more, like more taxi rights or something. So they have a, um, an app now that, uh, most people use instead of Uber, um, which is called the Go taxi app. I don't know if that's something you have in the U.S., uh, no, but that's but how you... We'll be using no. it next time I go to Japan. Yeah. As, the, yeah, as nice yeah, as it was as the Uber go. driver giving me the cookies out of his grocery bag, and I don't know why he did that. <laughs> he was like, oh, you're, you're, you're visiting you're visiting Japan here. You must have these cookies. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> it was like that's food hilarious. for his family in there, too, and I'm like, are these for your kids? Did you just give me your kids cookies? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Uh, well, yeah, they're very hospitable, so I, I can see why. Um, especially if you're, you know, like a foreigner, they'll be like, "Oh, let me, you know, tell you uh, where to go and so forth." So, yeah, they're very friendly. Uh, that was funny. That was funny. All right. Well, uh, we've been going for a little bit over two hours now. I appreciate mm-hmm. you taking the time to talk about the various aspects of your business and as you said your journey oh, of course. With final fantasy final fantasy 14 hopefully it was nice and relaxing 
Yeah, yeah. I had a lot, I had a lot of fun talking to you guys about it. And like, I always, I'm always talking about Final Fantasy. So yeah, it's, uh, it's always a a pleasure. So thank you guys again for, um, inviting me onto your, uh, podcast. Really, I've always seen like State of the Realm. I'm like, oh man, that would be so cool to be on it. And then when you reached out, I was like, oh my God, yeah, I would love to. So yes, thank you, uh, Mike, and uh, thank you so much, Sly, for uh, giving me the chance to be on your podcast today. The pleasure is Thanks all for ours. Coming, yeah, exactly, exactly. No, no, thank you, thank you. <laughs> well, before we wrap up, Audrey, why don't you let everyone know where they can find you? What you okay? Just this another spiel. It's too late for me. Oh, I can't okay. speak anymore. The spiel. There you go. <laughs> Thank you. Um, yeah, again, uh, thank you guys for tuning in. I'm Audrey. Um, you can find me on Twitter where I post a lot of translations for Final Fantasy and like other, um, fandoms that I'm interested in, other series I'm interested in. Um, and I am also, uh, on Twitch, uh, like about twice a week just streaming stuff that I like. Um, and it's all under the same username, Aitai Kimochi. And if you guys are interested in merchandise from Japan, whether it be anime or video game stuff, um, you can check out our website, com. I think Mike has a, uh, a command for it where you can k- click that link. And you can also uh, save 500 yen off your order if you put in the coupon code, MrHappy500. And uh, again, thank you, Mike. Uh, thank you, Sly, for inviting me on State of the Realm. I had a amazing time today. And I know it's late for you guys, so I really appreciate you taking time to do it at this uh, awkward time. <laughs> because, yeah, being in Japan, it's hard to do the time zone. So really appreciate uh, you guys giving me the chance. So, um, yeah, thank you so much. And thank you again, Chad, for, uh, yeah, asking these questions. And if you're interested in buying stuff, check out the link to Aitaikuji. Sly's okay at this time. I'm the old man who's like, it's getting close to bed. It's 9 p.m. Oh, wow. What time do you usually sleep? Like 9, 30, 10. I mean, that's when I lay down, fall asleep. You know, this is Wow. (laughs) What time do you wake up? 5.40. Oh, my God. That's amazing. (laughs) I wish I was like that. (laughs) I'm the old man. I'm the guy who leaves the party early. Everyone's like, yeah, we're having a great time. And I'm just like, I'm good. I'm going home. Oh my god, that's such a good sleep schedule though. I, I think I sleep maybe when you wake up. <laughs> um, maybe not that late, but I usually fall asleep around 3 a.m. Oh. Yeah. I can't do it. College house is behind me. I can't, I can't do it. <laughs> that's, that's I try, like, I try to correct it. I try. <laughs> it's hard. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. (laughs) Well, still, thank you uh, for taking the time on your day. You said you had nothing going on, but hey, that means that we were taking probably the most valuable time that you probably had. (laughs) So appreciate it. Today, we actually have a a company holiday. So, um, because we just finished uh, the the end of the fiscal year and we did stock taking. So we gave um, our uh, employees uh, a day off, even though today is not an actual holiday. But for us uh, in house, we made it a holiday so everyone can take a break. So that's why I'm, I'm free today. Probably good to have it a month before Golden Week, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then after that, it's like just, you know, uh, preparing for AX. And then, like, uh, yeah, towards the latter half of the year is always really busy. So, And and FS16 is coming out. So, yeah, that's going to happen, right? Yeah, it's, yeah, it is. It's definitely going to happen. <laughs> yep, yep. It's already gold. It's done. It's sealed. It's sent. It's no delays. It's all ready. 
Yeah. Oh my gosh, it's going to be so good. And yeah, really excited for that. So thank you again, Audrey, for coming. Mm-hmm, on. Of course. Appreciate it. Uh, yes, thank you guys so much for inviting me. Yes. Aloha. This isn't about you. Okay. Oh. Sorry. Cat's loud. Stop. So cute. He tries to be. He tries to be. Uh, Sly, let's tell everyone what you got going on, what you're doing, where you at. You know the drill. Uh, yeah, you can find me at twitch.tv slash Sly, a.k.a. Gray Fox. You can find me on Twitter at Sly the Fox. I'm just doing stuff. You know, there's there's a few things coming out this month that I have to look at my schedule and my plan for. But, yeah, yeah, they got some stuff down the pipeline. It's going to be good. It'll be good. Um, Mike, aloha. Right, where can they find you? They can find this big mother going to bed soon because that's why he's meowing at me. He wants to go lay down in bed. He did, He just demands that I go places. That's how he operates. Uh, otherwise, you can find me, Mr. Happy127. You're already here if you're on Twitch, so you know, just follow button is fine. Um, I'm just doing count-up. I'm playing through all the Final Fantasy titles leading up to 16, trying to get as many of them done before 6.4 because we have the new raid stuff, the new Savage tier, all that stuff. So... Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's, that kind of eats into the time a little bit. So see how 11 mm. goes because of that. Because, uh, I might not finish. Hey, relax. <laughs> Unbelievable. This cat is, this cat is unbelievable. So cute. Get in here. There you go. There you go. Look, this, he's probably going to do it. He just puts his hand on my shoulder like, you need to stop what you're doing. There's paw on my shoulder. Uh, yeah. So you can find. <laughs> You can find me doing those things for the time being and desperately trying to forget all my time with Blitzball. With that, uh, uh, shout out to the sponsors. Okay, that's all you're getting. (laughs) He's so desperate. He's just so incredibly desperate. Ivy was showing her desperation earlier, too. Hey, buddy. And then, yes, thank you to our sponsors over on Patreon for supporting they don't have to. They choose to. And we appreciate them. And, of course, thank you to Steel Series, Thank you to Advanced GG. And thank you to Aloha for being en- entertainment and cute. Is that good, Aloha? Did you enjoy your outfit? Oh. Is that it? Is that all you wanted? That's not all he wanted. I know that's not all he wanted. Oh. He's too food motivated for that to be all that he wanted. With that, uh, thank you, everyone, for tuning in. I don't know if we'll have a show <laughs> next week. But- but uh, if we do, um, we'll be here uh, back at normal time. Fridays at noon Pacific is when we normally do the show. And uh, we're going to go into just a short post show, hang out afterwards, chill for a few minutes, and then sign off and uh, move on with our days and evenings. So thank you again. Yeah, Audrey. thank you so much. Yes, one final thing. I feel like I have to say thank you a million times. But Oh, yeah. my gosh. No, thank you for yeah thank for you. inviting me. Thank you for buying from my store. <laughs> like. <laughs> Yeah, you're awesome. You guys, uh, yeah, I really appreciate it once again. Thank you so much. That's a lot of stuff I bought. You helped me finish my Uniqlo collection, too, when they ran out of stuff in the States. I imported that. Oh, I'm glad. <laughs> I had to upsize thank you, a thank bit, you. but, you know, that was fine. Right, right. Yeah, Japanese size is a little different, but, but thank you again. <laughs> thank you. All right, and we're going to move on to a short post-show. So thanks, everyone, for tuning in. We'll see you next time. Until then, enjoy your weekend evenings. Thank you. Whatever. Bye-bye. Bye. Thank you. See you soon.